Due to the ignorance of our host, parental discretion is advised. This episode is brought to you by Hepius CBD. You may find yourself asking, what is CBD? Well, CBD is an all-natural ingredient taken from the hemp plant. Contrary to some belief, CBD does not cause any euphoria or intoxication. In fact, CBD is believed to have many health benefits, from physical pain, inflammation, anxiety, and sleep. The list goes on and on. But with so many CBD companies out there, it's hard to trust the good from the bad. But fear not. Your friends at the other side of the beehive are proud to partner with Happiest CBD. Happiest CBD is your number one place to go from premium CBD that won't break the bank. Their broad-spectrum CBD oil is made simple source from local organic farms and rigorously tested to provide you the highest quality products on the market. Happiest CBD contains no THC, which means their products are completely workplace safe. Happiest CBD have something for everyone, including broad spectrum CBD drops, roll-on CBD freeze, and CBD sleep aid. Head on over to happiestmed.com. That's H-E-P-I-U-S-M-E-D.com to pick up your premium CBD products today. For all the other side of the Beehive listeners, get 10% off when you use promo code Beehive at checkout. Happiestmed.com, promo code Beehive, and tell them that the boys from the other side of the Beehive sent you. Peace! when everybody everybody stays quiet now i don't have an intro we could just we could so just dr talk pepper <laughs> yeah so yeah so dr it's it's been well documented in this place in this podcast fuck dr pepper what yeah all right dr all pepper right. mr pib root Whoa. beer all brands root beer tastes like mouthwash straight up it yeah, tastes like yeah, mouthwash yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah. I like mouthwash. So does Dr. Pepper. Carbonated. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Uh, if I'm going to drink mouthwash, I'm going to drink real mouthwash because it's at least alcoholic. So. Huh. Okay. How can you like that? How I can I like. Wait, mouthwash? Root beer? Dr. Pepper? <laughs> what are we. I don't, I'm lost now. I, I'm out of context. Uh, I can't. I can't stand that. We just, what, okay. Cool. What about cola? Do you, you in for Coke? Like. Coke? By yeah. which I mean a cola. Pepsi, um, even? Yo, that, you know what's so funny? I had a... Uh, so, for the longest time, ever, basically ever since I got married, the wife has gotten me used to Diet Coke. Mm-hmm. And last week, I think, I went to... I went to this place when they sell pizzas. They, they, are, they, are, they are warm. And 
made. <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> One of those. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, uh-huh. and uh, it's I was looking for a Diet Coke and then. Uh, you know, by the way, it's so funny that I'm not saying the pizza place, but I'm saying Diet Coke name. It's whatever. This, play, this, this podcast alone is sponsored. But uh, uh, yeah, so I went and I'm looking for the Diet Coke and they only have Pepsi. And, they don't have, and Diet Pepsi is so really disgusting. So I'm like, let's just give me a regular Pepsi. And then I go home and then I drank it. And it's like someone pissed a rainbow in my mouth. It is so much sugar. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. Yeah. That's I was like, right. oh, and I'm talking about years that I haven't drank any other than beer or like flavored beer or. Daiko. And then Pepsi is like, oh. It's so sugary. Yep. Yeah. yeah. It's really sweet. But it's, it's still better than Dr. Pepper. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> hey, um, <sighs> the fellas from uh, Advent Horizon are here. Um, and I've been wanting to get you guys in forever. True. But every time I say, hey, can you guys, I'm begging Riley. And Riley's like, hey, I can do it, you know, but I don't want to do it with the other guys. And I'm like, I know, but I kind of, you know, I fuck with them. And they're like, yeah, but I'm the singer. <laughs> so it's like, come that on, the way way. let that the other the guys way. in. Kind of a big deal. <laughs> but, uh, but I'll be honest with you, man. The, the reason why these guys are here, this, this CDs over here on the table, is they have been in my truck forever. And I've been rocking to, uh, what's the first one, Immured? Am I saying mm-hmm. that right? Yeah, Immured, yeah. yeah. I've been rocking that for, I'm not even going to lie to you, for about eight months. <laughs> wow. Hell yeah. That's impressive. And then uh, this one, well, we were, obviously, we get, you know, Brian and I get together before you guys show up, and, and we're like, okay, this is their name, and this is their uh, social media, or whatever, and then uh, one of the songs came out from this album. I can't remember what it was, and I was like, oh, dude, there's so many good, good songs in this also. Thanks. But I rocked the other one, I must say. You guys have another one coming, right? We do. Yes, we do. Working later on this it. year. At least, fingers crossed for later this year. It better yeah, happen later this year. I mean, <laughs> it's coming along. How long? How long do you guys? Uh, how long does it take for you guys? Uh, what six years? Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. You guys were always writing. Yeah, um, more. Or less. I mean, I like, mean, the reason why it took so long is because we went through a period where we did not write at all. Okay. We didn't write for. Maybe three years or so. I mean, Riley was is always writing. Yeah, you're constantly yeah, writing. Wh- I would say we didn't write for for Advent, Advent for okay. about three years. Okay. Yeah, it, it we're was a while. we're really hyper focused on a lot of other things that yeah. really helped our musical careers progress. Yeah, we've, we've been on the. It's it's a bit of a coming of age journey. Yes, you know, quite. <laughs> I never know when he's serious and when he's like being all poetic. Like, uh, okay, you got, you're gonna have to dumb your talk to me. You know what I mean? Because I'm not, no, I'm just kidding. I was just talking to a guy that that follow me follow follows this the podcast and uh, in Roosevelt. I've been working in Roosevelt right now. Nice. And uh, and there's a guy that follows the podcast and and I say, oh, Justin, the guy that I do the podcast with, he's like he's not gonna be in this week. But I've had my fa- and I'm not saying this to blow your guys' horn, but you guys are my favorite local band. I've always oh, said you. it, and I and I brought up your name here a few times in f- very episodes, uh, and so I said to this guy, "He says no, I mean, uh, um, I, I don't even call it an interview. It was basically just hanging out." And I said, "No, this guy's gonna come hang out with me." And uh, and he said, "Oh yeah, what's the name?" So I told him, "I say uh, Adelita's way," and uh, <laughs> it's a joke, fellas. Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> come on, we're and we're it, like so captured yeah. by your story here. <laughs> But uh, but he's like he started listening to him and he's like and the only thing he said is like holy shit that bass player he said oh and I'm like this guy yeah, oh, I'm like God, I don't know his name but he's good I'm just kidding 
<laughs> sucks. I was like, you oh, don't I'm even like, know his face, but that's uh, yeah. I don't even. Well, when I met you, you had long hair, a lot longer than it that. Was, well, it was super. It, I cut it really short. I'm growing it back out, but that's it's just true. like I haven't cut it all COVID, so it's just like looking homeless over here. But I dig it. So I always tell the story of. I always tell the story when we met. You guys remember this? Liquid Joe's. Yep. Was so it Liquid Joe's? Liquid it Joe's. Yeah, you guys shit. opened for us. Yep. And he, so here's my impression of these guys. The first thing I see these guys is like, I think uh, I think you came up to us and you're like, hey, my name is Riley and we're going to be the ones opening. And we're like, oh, okay, cool. Um, I so happened that, and I've said this many times too, every time I, well, when I used to play, I took it so serious that I never had fun. Because mm-hmm. I was like, it was like work for me. So I would get there and I go, okay, first band is there. I'm going to bring my shit and put it in the corner. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, first band is out, second band is in. So then I start opening my bags, pulling all my stuff together. Yep. Then I'm always like, what's, you know, one number of songs? They're only playing four. Okay, so this is the third. I got two more songs. And then when they're going, I'm just, I'm already putting stuff in. As a drummer, you kind of have to. Though, As a drummer, you, you kind of have to. It's, not just, it's not just amping guitar and I'm set. Yeah, true. And, uh, and also the people that all play for me they or with me they never fucking help me but whatever that's, a, that's <laughs> another that's another thing but uh but i remember you guys went up so i never paid attention to the bands that either i don't even want to call open for us but that we played with i dude we opened for royal bliss so many times i don't know one song of them because <laughs> i'm i'm always like okay what's next what's next what's next yeah yeah so then you guys went up and I see these kids, they go up, dude, they're wearing suits with the patches on the elbows. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, oh, they were the suit my days. God. The yeah. suit days. That was the show coat. that we brought the TV. Was that it? was the Battle of Russia show. Oh, yeah. And we like tried to like beat the shit out of that tape. Yeah. And it didn't work. So we, we had this idea. I don't, I don't remember that being at Liquid Joe's. That was at Liquid Joe's because oh, I gosh. remember having to load the TV oh, out of God, the van no, in right. front of Liquid was, Joe's. We had the big so, wooden... Yeah, like, so the we 70s wooden box. TV. We had this idea oh God, that yeah. we were gonna like dress up in suit coats, like all old fashioned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we were gonna go to the DI and buy one of those old box TVs that are in those big wood frames mm. from like the 60s. And so we, you know, we go to the DI, we buy this giant TV that probably weighs 250 pounds. <laughs> Easy. And uh, and we bought a, a, a you know a VCR and we didn't really care what tapes we bought, so we just looked through the DI's tape section and we found a VHS tape of, like, a documentary of the Battle of Russia. (laughs) And we took the tape, and these guys, like, took, like, pens and pencils and scissors and just scraped the crap out of it and, like, (laughs) The entire, like, three-hour documentary. (laughs) We're just, like, scribbling the shit out of it. Yep, so, like... We we got got to Liquid Joe's and like it was a way bigger ordeal to get this TV out of the van than to get the entire drum set and amps and all that stuff. We spent so much time getting the TV onto that stage and setting up the VHS player and playing it. And during our set, I don't think anybody even noticed that it was there. Like it was so much work for nothing. But we had this old black and white destroyed videotape mm-hmm. of the Battle of Russia. So that show, we sure now refer to that show as the Battle of and Russia. And I guarantee yeah. our sound check was weird because our sound check is still weird because like, <laughs> I feel like we're, we've been on stage so many times at this point that like we just don't take sound check remotely seriously <laughs> oh, yeah. at all. It's always making weird <clears throat> noises into the mic, saying weird shit to Mostly the making fun of the way that each other sound checks. Yeah, no, no, usually <laughs> what it is, usually is Riley will start sound checking 
and he'll he'll start with like one of two ways that he, he does will sound sing check. just like he did. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, and back in the day, it was oh. Yep, yep that oh. was the sound check. And it was from a yes recording. It actually was. And then the rest of us would all just mimic him all super shit. I must say, the way I check my mic is the same way I used to check every mic that I ever played. Like when I have my, because I used to rock the headset. Yeah. You know, yeah, the, Britney, the, the Britney Spears, oh, hashtag yeah. free Britney. Yeah. And, uh, and, and I was just like, every time they're like, all right, drummer, give me your vocals. And I'm like, check, mic two, mic two, yes, yes. He's like, okay. <laughs> like, all right. Got to MC it. But back back to that day. Yeah. So you guys went up and I'm like, oh, dude, I don't know what these kids are going to play. I was just like, well, whatever. And then you guys play Justified. And, yep. and and I was just like, okay, this sounds good. And then you guys play this right here. Oh my gosh. The 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 uh, the bridge. Yeah. Yep. And, I remember, and I remember and I remember standing there. This is dude. This is. <laughs> so. I remember, I remember, I remember yeah. watching that, and I just went. My jaw, we're gonna be, my jaw just went poof on the floor, and I was like, "Are you kidding me?" And ever since that, I, I, I left that time. I had the album with me that night, and I've been rocking it ever since. You guys are amazing, and I remember thinking, if I, because is it just me or one of you guys wasn't even old enough? I so I think I had just barely turned 21 at okay. that gig if i remember right and mike was about to turn 20 it was something like that I, like, I, it was either it was around my birthday yeah it was it right was it was probably in november yeah what watch this this interview like shots liquid joe's now <laughs> <laughs> no 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 uh, this was a legal show i remember that I remember oh, was it, it was a legal show for me because it was one of the first bar shows that I ever played uh, yeah. legally. Because <laughs> I, I remember, do you do you uh, do you remember uh, this band Radiata? Yeah, yeah. Totally. So I played with them. In fact, the singer works in this in this bar over here in the corner. Okay. It's a gay bar, but he's good. He's cool. He's a cool guy. Hell yeah! But uh, there was a, there was a, so oh you guys remember Johnny, mm-hmm. the guitarist Johnny Mockton? Yeah, mm. guitarist. Yeah, super awesome guitarist. Yeah. When we were when he was playing with us, he was like 17, 18 years old. <laughs> so what we would do is like we will set up and he will come in and like basically set his guitar and his amp and shit, and mm-hmm. then he will be outside. And so he will walk in, we rock it, and then he'll get out. Yep, <laughs> that's how he was back in. I mean, uh, obviously, oh, I mean it's got to be the same. Yeah. I mean, if you show up with gear and you look like you belong, <laughs> no one's gonna say shit. If you show up, and you're, if you show up, and you're like bossing people around. Hey, give me get my guitar. Let's go. Yeah, you're like what? You're like, bring oh, your nothing. older friends. Just like it upgrades you a few years. You know what I mean? Like the crew that you hang out with, they're like, oh yeah, he's old enough. <laughs> yep. Yo, what, what was uh? So is is this still four of you? Or oh, is the chick in Advent? No. So Lisa is with Shuffle. Yeah. Not with Advent. We'll, Advent is we'll still get, a we'll four get man band here, currently. Later. Yeah. Um, we'll probably end up being a five piece for when we start playing the material from this new album, just mm-hmm. cause it's a lot more <laughs> instrumentally complex than yeah. anything we've yeah. ever done before. I mean, um, how much can I swear? You can say whatever you want. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. yeah. So, so Dude, if obviously you guys don't follow this, but we have all the swears. We have all the swears. Got it. So Stagehound had like what 
two keyboard parts on this. Well, Stagehound, so my, my goal with Stagehound... There was like an was, organ part I wanted right? to make an entire album with no keyboards. I wanted everything that a band would normally fill with keyboards, I wanted yeah. to fill that space with more guitar parts. Oh, yeah, which okay. what it turned into was every song had like some ridiculous, like 30 <laughs> guitar parts per song. It was stupid. And <laughs> it's, it's cool in some places, but also gets really, this sonic space gets really crowded because of that. Yeah. Because it's just stacking a bunch of the same instrument on top of mm-hmm. itself. Um, what we've done with this new album is said, well, let's make it just as sonically dense, but let's cut down on the guitars and use as many extra sounds as we can. So we're going to fill the space with synthesizers, with sound effects, with extra vocals, with all that stuff. So it's very dense music, but it's uh, going to mix together a lot better, I think, than Stagehound did. Yeah. Yeah. And and also, the uh, what was the uh, Levi, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Levi left... And then what's the name of this guy that came in? Grant. Grant. We've been playing with Grant, Grant for yeah. a while. Yeah. And I, I think you mentioned to me one time, or I think you said it on stage, if I'm not mistaken, at the Royal. He's like, here's my brother. And I'm like, oh, these guys are brothers. And then I see you guys singing. And then I see you guys playing. And I'm like, oh, these guys are twins. <laughs> and then I went as far as, you know, when, when I, we went and saw you with, with my wife, I'm like, oh, these guys are brothers. And I think, I don't know if she asked you or she asked Grant or something. Like, something. No, they're not. <laughs> like, no, 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 they are. We're like, no, they're friends. I wonder why I would have said, here's my brother. I mean, maybe I thought I was being funny. you thought you were something. Yeah. I don't know. Like, <laughs> it's even a Riley thing, you know. I mean, it's can... a Riley thing. I say things. <laughs> how, how hard is it for you? Correct me if I'm wrong. You are active LDS? Or- was. I've oh. not been for a couple of years, but I mean, every time you've seen Advent Horizon play, I was. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, then never mind. No, because I was going to say. No, <laughs> I was irrelevant. Say, because when I met you guys, you guys were so tight, you know, mm-hmm. in, in, mm-hmm. in, and I remember thinking, oh, he's LDS, but he can deal with all this. Like, he's LDS, but here are your friends bandmates drinking swearing mm-hmm. and uh, i think one of you guys had a parrot was it levi was it you no but i do remember there was someone brought did you say parrot yeah did someone brought birds? a parrot to that show i, re- I remember Wait, this what? i thought it wasn't it levi's no no but i no. think some dude brought that it sounds and I can like something benny, benny would do but i don't think he stoked did. about a parrot yeah. i can imagine him just hanging out with a guy benjamin or levi both so we like, call which, him benny his first name is levi but he goes by benny oh okay 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 yeah i think i was when did we? Oh, what was uh, Sandy Station? Mm. Oh, oh you guys played, and yeah. I was talking to you guys, yeah, and yeah. then you said you were there, weren't you? Sandy Station. Do you Whoa. remember that? You remember yeah. you guys played? Yeah. Uh, yeah. You guys played as Advent, but you guys were playing covers. Yeah, this and is there was before shuffle. Nobody yeah. there. Yep. Oh, yeah. 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 To the like point that you, I was sitting on stage, I was like, "Yay!" And I remember it clearly. You guys were uh, singing Queen. Mm-hmm. This is exactly why we started the cover band is because we were like, fuck playing covers as an original band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck playing to three people. Like, if we're going to, like, yeah. make money playing covers, we're going to fucking make money playing covers yeah, and, and not do this. And that's what I was going. How 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 important would you say it is to, to for, or, like, nowadays, because I, I haven't been in that, you know, doing any of that for years now, but how important do you think it is for a original band to have covers or is it better to have to do, to do what you guys did, which is why don't you Split just start off. another? I project? don't think it's a bad idea to have covers, but it should be very minimal. I think that that when you really start, if you if you get to the point where you're playing a lot more covers than just one or maybe yeah. two a set, then you're just getting into territory where you're getting hired to play covers, and that's fine. You and can make good money that's doing exactly that. Exactly what happened to Advent. Yeah. We we started getting known locally 
as the rock band that does the really sick yeah. Carry On Wayward Sun cover. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we were getting hired because of it. Or Rush as an original or whatever. Band. Or, yeah. yeah, playing our Rush shows, stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, and I wanted to either play original music or play covers. Oh, you don't want to mix. I didn't want to mix. It's a. I think it's, it's a bad. I, I think it's a bad road to go down. It's cool to like throw a cover in so that people are like, oh yeah, this is a song I know or whatever, and get their attention. But if you end up playing too many covers, when you play your originals, people just don't know like what yeah, to people do just with like, it. Hey, man. let's just go get another they're beer. Like, yeah, they're like, exactly. I don't no fucking idea. know this song. But here's yeah. the so. thing: there's also another side of that coin where there's a lot of original bands that refuse to play covers. Yeah, and. I think it depends on the band, right? It, it really does. It depends on the band. It depends on the genre. Um, but sometimes you need a cover to really get people's attention into your original music. Yeah. But sometimes that cover will overshadow your original music. It's true. So it's, it's, there's a very fine line as an original band. I, yeah. I think that covers can be useful to clue an audience into what... To get them into the right mindset for your music, because mm-hmm. sometimes you'll come on stage and you'll start playing music. I mean, with Advent, I know this is the case because we'll be playing with a bunch of like alt rock bands, and people will be, you know, they'll be hearing a bunch of music that sounds like Blink One Eighty Two or Yellow Card or whatever before we get on stage, mm-hmm. and they're in that Yellow Card mindset. So when we start playing, they're like, "What is this? Yeah. What's going on?" But if we can open up with like a really killer Rush cover or a really killer Kansas cover, then it it kind of lets them know, oh, this is what we should be expecting. And oh, they're going to play progressive their expectations, rock. Yeah. Yep. Which, like, again, like Mike was saying, it's a fine line to walk because you don't want to, you don't want the the quality of that cover to be way better than your original music because yeah. then everybody just knows you as the band that played that cover. So, yeah, fine line, man. It's yep. Yeah, but I think you guys nailed it on the head, right? Because you, cause you guys, instead of just saying, hey, instead of just adding covers to our original, it's just... Do another project. Yeah. Now, here's that, one of my that was Mike's thing that he yeah, pushed I, for. I was, was very for much the right decision. Oh, yeah. It was, it was yeah. absolutely yeah. the right Drummer, dude. Drummer. Well, yeah. was, no, by the way, know. I wore the gayest shirt I own for you. Dude, uh, I love so you know. that shit. <laughs> no, you, started, you walked up downstairs with that shirt. I was like, okay. All right, cool. Yeah. <laughs> every, time, yeah. Every, time, yo, every, yo, every time I see it on my drawer, I'm like, I don't Not know. today. I don't know. I don't even have any drumming shirts. What, what's wrong? With I had uh, a couple weeks ago. I was rocking the. Uh, I was a judge in the drum off at the uh, guitar center. Remember? Oh, you remember Mitch? Yeah. Oh yeah. So Mitch was one of my homeboys, and nice. he's like, "Dude, you gotta, you gotta be a judge." I'm like, "What do I know about drumming?" It's like, "You fucking kidding me?" It's like, "Just come in," and then awesome drummers, and then he's like, "Here it is, dude." And I'm like, "Oh no!" He says, "What did he say? Eat, sleep, drum, repeat, or something like that." So. Whatever. Anyway, the reason why I was saying about the LDS is because I when I had a band that we were playing in Spanish, I, was, I think it was my first serious band here, not really, but and there was two people. One of them, uh, well, my friend Nestor, which who you know, mm-hmm. I don't know, I know you guys Nestor. know the, yeah. the, the guy I did the t-shirt. Do you, yeah, did okay. the t-shirt I, I, yeah. Pro, yeah, men briefly. So yeah. him and I were the only ones that were in LDS. Mm-hmm. And the rest of them, the rest of them were. So when he came to, hey, we have this gig at a bar. Oh no! Then they're like, well, I gotta bring this up to my family, and I gotta talk to my wife. <laughs> and I gotta see. You, you gotta know. repent about it. Yeah, I was so, in a house of sin. So it was so, but 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 I I remember thinking, are we are we putting these guys into like a in a shitty situation? But then I see you guys. I saw you guys. And was like, 
but what's doable. Totally. Yeah, I think we just had a passion for it, and it's what we all wanted to do. Exactly. And that's kind of what brought us together, whether we're in a bar or, you know, an all-ages show. It's just about playing music and that being a huge part of our lives. So I think it, it really just has to come down to priorities, because I think some people prioritize, like, that just very differently than yeah. maybe a group of guys like us would. That's well, true. And because you did it really well, Riley. And I remember you saying this a few times. You always felt more comfortable around like rock and rollers and mm. like kids that had similar like backgrounds. Yeah. Similar backgrounds. Yeah. But like that never really conflicted with your thing. Cause if, if you were in a situation where like people are getting just like fucked up, you're like, eh, not for me. Bye. Yeah. And it wasn't ever a thing. Everyone knew Riley's like, Oh, he's not cool with that. All right, cool. Bye. You know? <laughs> yeah. I think like, I think there's this stigma in the LDS faith about, being around quote unquote sin, you know, whatever yeah. they consider to be sin. The idea that if you're around it, then you're going to be influenced by it. And I don't necessarily think that's right. I think if you've made up your mind about what your beliefs are and what you will and will not do, and you stick to that, then yeah. cool. Like I think, but I think that's just kind of a general roadmap for life, right? Like yeah. outside of religion, decide who you are, decide what you want to do and stick to that, yeah. you know? And that's kind of how I always felt about it. It's just Yeah, this guy's it was whatever. it was such a it was such a problem to be like, "Hey, are, so are we like the day of like, are we doing this or what?" We're like, "Yeah, I guess we can." I was like, "Really?" <laughs> but then I'm like, you know, and my buddy Ernesto and I used to talk and we're like, "Well, obviously they're not in this to make it happen, you know." And like mm -hmm. and speaking of make it happen, what does make it happen for you guys? Do you guys still have that dream of like making money out of music to like where you can quit your jobs or I honestly mean, I, I, I just i don't want to throw the word famous because it's like too yeah. cliche but yeah, yeah i just want people to mosh for me at a denny's <laughs> that's all, and that's all the time we have thank you so much <laughs> i mean honestly though like that's i mean that's that would be the the dream right <laughs> just to like not have to do anything other than play music and we've just yeah. been trying to figure out how to do that it's been weird. I don't know. It's been a journey. It's yeah, been a sure. been a thing. Now, how many in between? I mean, the whole every single project. How many are they? Oh how Jesus! Bands? Just, I tried to count one time. It's well, like five I or mean, six. It's, it's yeah, stupid. five or six projects that include all of us. Jesus. Us three. The three of us. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The three of us. Yeah. And so, what do you guys do for a living that allows you to do all this? I know. You, well, back when I talked to you, back mm -hmm. when I asked you, you were a dishwasher. Yeah. And, and and right now I'm a I'm a door guy at the bar up at Brighton Ski Resort. Oh, okay. So I mean, I just hang out at so Brighton. He skis all day. I ski all day. You do. I kick kicks, people out of the bar. Kicks people out of the yeah. bar and then <laughs> plays music. What about you? Uh, I work a desk job in regulatory affairs for medical devices, which is oh. kind of weird. It's very <laughs> get the fuck. It's out. very very. One of these things is fun. not like the other. <laughs> it's very boring. What about you? Uh, I'm I'm a health insurance agent. Oh, that's true. That's true. I've seen you. I think I've talked to you about yeah, that yeah, yeah. before. By the way, are are you, is everything good? Are you, you got <laughs> your health care? Yeah. I was gonna say, it's, man. It's always so. You, you, you gotta know that it's always awkward when someone brings that out, don't you? Oh yeah, for there was sure. a guy. There was a guy that that knew me from work, and I didn't know who he was. And he like got a hold of me after I have I had quit that, and and he started talking to me about the podcast and everything. And then he's like, he just started talking about my my finances, like dude, and I'm just like. Aren't you a vac truck driver? And you, you want to? No, oh, yeah, but I do this on the side, man. If you want to get together and talk about your finance, I can help you. I'm like, 
Who are like I don't know you. Like what are you talking this about? Hustle's weird. <laughs> no, seriously. Like I've I've been approached by you know, some financial advisors. I'm just like, like I bitch, can't you do don't this. need to tell me how to properly spend my money. Yeah, I spend yeah, yeah. it on like the shit that I want. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. I live the way I want. What do you guys what do you guys jam? We jam. So, what is what, what is practice? this? We we, we actually learn you songs. Are you guys that good? We, we, we learn songs on stage. No joke. Well, okay. We, with no, we learn we, we learn yeah. songs backstage. That's, that's a good true. That's, 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 that's how we do. It. We like, hey, how does the song go? Oh, this is how the song goes. Okay, okay. okay. He just brought out a good point. As 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 musicians, Brian's a well known DJ. I'm a okay drummer. Uh, we, More than we, okay. we've been we uh, thanks we've been talking about <laughs> we've been talking about maybe do a dj drum drummer kind of yeah, collage yeah. right like kind Which of like a, like travis parker does so, yeah, yeah. yeah. So so we've been cool. talking about it forever it. now listen yeah. we've been talking about it forever the only reason why we haven't done it is because he thinks that we don't need to practice i don't practice Sure, you don't need to Why practice. Why would a DJ need to practice? Okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay, but what about, like, but you need to practice drummer with the DJ, though. Well, here's the oh, thing. I don't know. I here's, mean, like. From drummer to drummer, all you need is the BPMs of all the, all of the yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. the things that you're doing. Yeah. They're about and 100. Around 100, 120. It's a D, yeah. 115. I don't. You don't go to house? Yeah, no. Nah, all right. Not, not that. Not what we're doing. And then all you got to do is just fucking riff. No, I know I can. That's all you got to do. And I know you can do it. I know you sometimes he plays. Sometimes he plays music. When we were alone in his house, he plays music. And I usually, like, basically do a drumming freestyle on the table. Mm-hmm. And he's like, dude, that's I was like, yeah, but, like, yeah, I know the song. I know it's coming. I know that, you know, I know where it is. Like, that's true. what I. There's some extra toms. <laughs> He's like, give me some extra. I'm like, okay. And I'm like, it's too much. He's like, no, it's just perfect. <laughs> so you guys don't even practice. All you got, your stuff is in your house. Your stuff is in your house. Yeah, we yeah. Guys, we've, we've got a space set up we've, at my place that we can practice. Um, we used to be renting a space here in downtown Salt Lake for about yeah, a year. Yeah, when I and saw half. you at the gas station. Yeah, we had a place for a while, but we. We rented the space thinking that we'd use it a lot, and for various reasons, COVID being a part of it, but a lot of other reasons, we just never used it. Like, yeah. once out of every... I think we used it four times in the year 2019. Yeah. And that I mean, worked I, out I to us paying, like, two personally. grand per practice, basically, yeah. to rent the space. There's two yeah. bands here. Yeah. There's one at the end of the hall, and there's one downstairs. Nice. Yeah. Sounds, sounds good, though. It's... So we're... I think I, I think got we're the just, most use out of that practice space. Yeah. I think we're just super used to playing with each other. Because, yeah. like, we just expect, like, we'll be like, hey, we're playing this song at the next gig, and we just expect that everyone learns the song. And then if someone plays something bad on stage, we're like, oh, hey, like... That's not how that song goes. How, We're like, oh yeah, and that's like the Riley world said, of professional party bands for yeah. you too. Yeah, right. How do you how do you how do you uh, how do you learn a song? Let's just say they're gonna play a cover, and they're mm-hmm. like, "This is the cover." How do you? Obviously, you're jamming in your ears. I'm guessing. That's it. You don't do you don't do any air drumming. You don't. Do, I I, you, I, li- I listen to the song and over and over. It. Yeah. You know what I do? It's just so weird. I play drums with my teeth. Yeah. No, I do the same thing. <laughs> I oh, dude, let's start thing. a podcast. I'm just yeah. kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like when when I have a song to learn and there's like a particularly like tricky rhythm or feel that I have to yeah. do, like I'll make sounds with my body to get how it's supposed to feel in yeah. my head. Like it's it's a really weird thing to like talk about to a non-drummer. Yeah. <laughs> 
But like, I'll hear it and I'll be like, Hey, Ronnie, oh, go shit. get us a drink, will you? <laughs> Speaking of, I, mean, I, I am dry. You know. <laughs> oh, do you want one? Dude, what you gotta do is say something. Oh my God, Keep dude. Keep going, dude. All right, top class service up in this bitch. Breaks, dude. Oh, dude. Oh my God, this That's guy. Dude, white claws for days. Okay. You I, want okay. one of those? Sure. You need a black cherry claw? Yeah, sure. Why not? Oh, you want a white claw? I don't know the white claw. Uh, that's fine. Yeah, that's works. Whatever. All right, beer break. While you're up, I'll take a water. Oh, nice. Oh, no. yeah, that. Yeah. Mormon boys taking stay, water. Stay hydrated. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right, so, so to, to go back to Riley was Mormon. Yeah. It was incredible <laughs> playing at bars and getting just fucking wasted. Yeah, because people would buy him drinks. <laughs> knowing we had a safe ride home. Well, and people would, like, like, buy him his ass drinks, and then we'd have way too many drinks, and we'd get hammered, and then we'd be obnoxious on the drive home. Yep. So, it's so, like, people would buy him shots, and he would turn around to me or Case and, like, oh, hand us a yes, shot. That's that's like, best. Okay, four shots per set. Alright, sick. Let's get it. I remember one but, time I, I, yeah. I played in, uh, Five Monkeys back then. Yep. Oh, Monkeys. man. And, uh, so we finished our Cause you know how I play, you know, mm-hmm. I just you know, being a clown and shit. And so I finished the the, uh, the set, and these two chicks, hot chicks, came up to me, and I need you know, I remind you, I was handing things to my wife so she can get off, she can get it off the stage, mm-hmm. my symbols and stuff. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> these chicks came up to me and he goes, "Hi, what's your name?" I said, "Oh, Angel." And my wife is totally cool. She's like, "Whatever, do your thing," you know. I don't care. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, He's like, oh my god, can I can I buy you a drink? And I'm like, sure. And he goes, what do you drink? I'm like, I'll drink whatever you drink. And like, we'll be right back. And I'm like, okay. And then they, you know, off they went. And then my wife was like, she's like, just do your thing, you know, whatever. Then they came back and he goes, can I get a picture with you? I'm like, sure. And then they gave the phone to my wife. Like they just turned around and was like, can you talk to photo? <laughs> my wife is like, sure. <laughs> six, one, two, three. And I'm just like, but those two hot chicks. I'm like, yeah. But um, I nice. lost my 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 train of thought. Amy's amazing. Amy's Your amazing. wife sounds pretty cool. <laughs> uh, you met her, haven't you? I think yeah, I did it again because you we met her at loading dock with her. Right? Yeah, yeah, she's been at five, five monkeys. monkeys. Yeah. Yeah. Ice house. Uh, it's not yeah. even five monkeys anymore, man. Uh, yeah, it's ice house. Ice house. Oh. I mean, ice house is. Has better food. Ice they house has better food. That's what I heard. They installed yeah, that weird ass great. mirror though in the men's bathroom, and I just cannot oh my God, deal with it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Above, no, it was, it when, was when you see outside the, above the urinals, so yeah. when you're peeing, you can watch people. I'm like, nah, yeah. I'm not. Yeah. 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 You're like staring another like, food urinal. Um, oh my god! <laughs> You're like pissing. Yeah. That looks so good. Every time I'm walking through that bar, I'm like, "There's someone pissing back there," and they're just staring me in the eye, and it's just too—it's too weird. You just walk by that mirror, just like stare at it, <laughs> yeah. look down. You're just like, mm. mm-hmm. you know, also, I think, I think, you know, because obviously I follow you guys and, and everything you guys do, but you guys did everything that. Not necessarily a band is supposed to do, but a, but it's like a normal thing for a band to do. You guys bought a van. Yep. You guys a couple. You guys yeah. So a you guys things. went all over the place. Like how you guys went to California? You, did you guys record in California? Or you just got you guys went. We to LA? Yeah. So Stagehound was about half of that was recorded in Oakland, um, or well, all the vocals, some of the guitars, and then the whole thing was mixed in Oakland. But yeah, we we traveled all over the place. We did a couple of national tours yeah. you know with quotations for people who are not on video mm-hmm. and uh no, nothing experience. was big nothing we ever did was fame and fortune but we 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 just kind of looked at all the things that bigger bands were doing and said let's do that 
Yeah. Even if it's at a smaller scale, let's do that. Let's do all those things. And to varying levels of success. Um, yeah. But it was fun. It was a good time, you know, and we've been less active as Advent in the past couple of years now and a lot more active as in, as Shuffle, which has totally transformed the experience we have as musicians. But uh, but yeah, we, we, we did travel quite a bit with Advent. Well, and we travel even more now with Shuffle, our party band. Okay. Yeah, we and do. Which is yeah. We travel a lot more, but we don't go on it. as f- for as long of stints. Yeah, yeah. we'll it's, go it's, out it's for nice. a weekend. Touring as an original yeah. band is a, is a gnarly experience. Yeah. Like as an entertainment yeah. band, someone's just like paying, right? So they're just like, yeah, come out. Either they're paying for gas or they're paying for a flight or whatever yeah. it is. But like when you're playing original music, like you're booking your own gigs and you're just driving and you're trying to figure out how you're going to actually pay for what you're doing every single day. Yeah. And you're not out for a weekend, you know. If someone's not hiring you for a party or something, you're driving around for a month. You're stuck in <laughs> stuck in a van for a yeah. month yeah, with yeah. with guys for twenty four seven. Like, so you got to be you close guys with those people. Sleep in the van sometimes. Sometimes Mo- the last few tours that we did, we Mostly we tried tours. to make sure that we were making enough money to get Airbnbs. That's oh, true. Okay. Airbnbs yeah. and decent food. Because there was there were a couple <laughs> tours where we just <laughs> slept on people's yeah. floors, and it was a weird time. Yeah, we we slept on a radio station floor. That was not a radio that was, station. It was not. That was not a radio that, station. No. No. I mean, <laughs> they, I mean, they call it, it a, a radio station. Space. It was a practice space. Yeah. Like yeah. imagine like was, downtown music, and we okay. slept on that floor. And someone was Ugh. just like. Yeah, someone yeah, was like, you exactly. can stay in our practice space, and we went in there, and it was like downtown music. It's exactly what you'd expect, and we were like, just like cigarette butts and exactly. heroin. I know exactly. Like, well, you like, know, I, I must say, <laughs> like, I'm home. I, I had so I I played in Radiata, mm-hmm. and they had a they had a uh, uh, they had a band room there, and then I also played for Barry the Wolf mm-hmm. for a minute, which happened. It was Mitch's band. Yep, and uh, and I played for that, and they both had a. Good size room to where you know keep you know everything is in order everything is where it's supposed to be. I had a friend that was across the hall from my room with uh, Bear the Wolf, and it was just a t- probably smaller than this. And they were potheads. Mm-hmm. And downtown they don't give a shit. It was messy as, as long as you pay as long as you're paying your bill. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean you're not supposed to. I mean, we're not getting anybody in trouble, but it's like it happens. Oh, I mean, yeah, you absolutely. can smell when it happens. Oh yeah. But not, I remember my buddy my buddy texted me and he goes, Dude, I'm are you jamming? I said, Yeah, we just finished. And he said, Well, I'm I'm across the hall with from you. I'm like, all right, and I work with this guy. I go in his room and the amount of wheat and BO. They hit yeah. me right on the nostrils. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, my hell. Well, I remember like, the place we stayed. They were smoking cigarettes in that room, too. Because I remember this <laughs> this point where you were smoking at the time, and you were chilling there, and you are like, so if I need to smoke, can I, like, smoke in here? Do I got to go outside? And the dude was just like, yeah, man, you got to go outside. And I remember <laughs> there was in there, and I was ashtray. like, there was an ashtray <laughs> over on the everywhere. side. And like, I, was I was just like, like, all right, dude. I was like, okay. what the fuck? Oh, okay. that room was the weirdest. That was like that was the one of the dirtiest so, rooms I've ever been in my entire life. It was in Boston. Life. Okay, it was in downtown Boston. It was, it was in the industrial district by by downtown Boston. <laughs> and we had this sucked. gig. It was like we got books to play at this bar, and the bar like there was a promoter for the gig, and the promoter insisted like they set us as the headliner band. I, maybe they thought we were a bigger deal than we were, but I always try to do a good job when I'm negotiating these things of being like, hey, just so you know, we don't have a following in your city like yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe three or four people will show up to see us but we're not we're yeah, not yeah. gonna draw a hundred people 
but he did not get that. And he booked like two other touring bands and then one local act that was like an acoustic duo to open the night. And so like there was no crowd at all. And the promoter was like, oh, well, I'm I've got these three touring bands and I've guaranteed each of them however much money. So he charged like 20 bucks cover at the door yeah and so there were some people that wanted to come in and he would not let the like the room is literally empty the bands are playing to not a single person because even like the other bands that are waiting for their set are all in the back so the band that's actually playing is to an empty bar and a bartender well there's people and trying, there's people to, trying get to get in but he's like sorry it's a 20 dollar cover and they're like i'm not gonna pay that <laughs> I, your room's empty can i get in for, how about 10 i'll give you 10 and he was like nope sorry 20 so like it was an completely empty show and it was like pouring rain and they made us play our set like we even asked because like i was i had a cold that day and i wasn't feeling so good and i was like can dude there's nobody here like i'll tell you what don't even pay us and he's like no no just play your set man like that's what i hired you to do play your set they would not let us not play and i was like but we're not playing we're playing for you like and the bartender i remember being incredibly obnoxious super loud it's very annoying and so like we play our set to nobody we get our hundred bucks or whatever the guy paid us and then we pack up in our van in the pouring rain and it's like 40 degrees and we had nowhere to stay and we're like sitting there like we didn't make enough money to cover an airbnb tonight so we're either sleeping in the van and it's cold and raining Mm -hmm. or we're driving or we're driving all night because our next gig was in philly so you guys and so well so what we ended up doing was we just talked (laughs) to one of the other bands like that was there loading up their stuff and i was like hey man i know this is a crappy thing to ask but like can we crash on one of your couches for the night and the guy was like, oh, yeah, you know, like, actually, I work at a radio station. We got some practice rooms. You can just come crash on one of the floors. Just follow me. And so we followed him there. And it was, like I said, in the industrial district just south of Boston. And it was this <laughs> old warehouse building. It was a wooden warehouse building. And he, I asked him at one point when it was built. And he was like, I don't know, man, like 18-something. It was this old, his name old, was old. Herb. I remember his yeah. name was Herb. And I also remember him, and like, like, when we get there, he's like, so you guys want to go to the bar? And I was like, yeah. we just yeah, played it's like at a bar. It's 2 a.m. and we have to. And, <laughs> and, <laughs> you better have a weed. Yeah, fuck out. Yeah, so he, like, he lets us into this building, and, like, he shows us the room, and it's, like, not that big, maybe about the size of what we're in currently, and it's crammed with drum sets and cables everywhere and, like, bongs and ashtrays and stuff everywhere. I remember everywhere. He, had, and, like, he had he had Ziploc baggies nailed to the wall with <laughs> cigarette butts in it. I very vividly remember this. <laughs> yeah. Like, what the fuck He's is like, this? Gotta like, rem- remember to take this out later, I guess. Like, why? Is this but, the Great like, Depression? Are you saving little bits of string? Like, <laughs> but but also with with the bad. I mean, it seems like you guys have gone through a very bad bad. But you guys also you guys played at Usana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we did. Open for who? We uh, Leonard in Kansas, Kansas and Leonard Skinner. That was a Can good you imagine gig. That? Was so a fun time. I must say though, when Usana was getting built, they built the uh, stage, and my boy Bad Boy Brian and I were driving by, and he goes, "Dude, let's just go," because there was, it wasn't. Uh, fenced up or anything nice. oh yeah he's like, let's just go see what's going on we're like all right and there we are like in usana before he even opens or even has yeah. chairs or anything and then he goes why don't you go on stage and i'm like yeah dude let's go on stage and i remember going on stage like not even thinking and then brian's like you know you're the first musician who stands on this stage i'm like yo that's so <laughs> sick <laughs> nice Hell that yeah. is so cool 
But yeah, you guys, how, how was that? Can you, how many people were there? It was hot and there were not as many people as there should have but been. But it looked probably right. it was it was more decent. than it looked. Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, not, that's a few place. thousand people. Yeah, so like, people were still coming in at the gates while we played. Oh, okay. Right, oh, okay, so okay, like okay, the okay. show was billed as like, it was like doors at 6.30, show at 7.30 or whatever, right? Meaning that Kansas was supposed to start at 7.30. Well, they had us go on at like 7.05 or something. So it was after doors, but technically before the show was billed to start. Mm. And so people were just coming in. Like the lawn was the most crowded part because that's where everybody was trying to get in to get yeah, a good lawn. And it's the cheapest. But everyone that has actual seats wasn't there yet. Oh, okay, okay. And so there were, you know, like in the lawn, it was pretty full. And the actual seats were like maybe a quarter full yeah. by the time we were done. There's and so still it was, a ton of people. And yeah. I remember, yeah. I remember getting out on stage, sitting behind my drum set and just looking out and being like, I could get used to that. Right? Yeah, yeah for I also sure. remember. Like, dude, I, I, so I played sick. for uh, Raw mm-hmm. at, uh, where are we? At uh, the Met, or, uh, Complex. At the Complex. Mm-hmm. And it's like the biggest crowd we've ever had. And we worked this, so we had, we had like a, like a video intro and, and then like all the guys were going to be out and I was going to be, could you pull up my, my Facebook, please? Oh. <laughs> God damn it. I really want to show these guys. So, uh, my, my Facebook and then, uh, an, an, Album that says me and my girl gigging, which is the dumbest fucking name for just my drum set. Night. But anyway, <laughs> that was like that was like the the biggest uh, the biggest crowd that we had, and and then I I think of you guys and was like, holy shit! Like I would have. Don't get me wrong, I don't flinch, yeah. but you know the, the the idea of like. Holy shit, like that's... Yo, I don't usually get nervous before I go on stage, but I remember for that one feeling like a little bit of butterflies and being yeah, like, oh, gig. this is a big gig. And yeah. I remember they wouldn't let us touch our gear either. Yeah. And I was so like uncomfortable because, like, for me, they, that's they part had, of my routine, you know? Like, they had all the roadies take care of everything. You get on stage, yeah. you put your oh, shit really? down, you, like, yeah. do yeah. all that thing. Like, that's an experience for me. And it's so, t- you guys don't do a sound check? Or? Well, they did, we, a, sound we did check a sound check earlier. So, but, like, I set up my drums and then they moved them for me and reset them up. Okay. Um, same with the pedal boards, all, all that shit. Yeah, it was really stuff, weird. Amps but like, all that. I mean, I was nervous beforehand. And then we were talking with the drummer for Kansas prior. And we were just like shooting the shit with him. And it was like really, really cool. Then I remember getting out on stage and like, no, I didn't feel nervous at all. It was like, it was like one of the best experiences I'd ever had. Yeah. Like, yeah. Everything just felt smooth. I was playing my ass off. Like I just had like a grin. I was just like, aha, yeah. I, I do remember like, it, it being like, very sunny. It was. It was actually it was hot. Very as fuck. bright. That stage is gnarly. Yeah. They, they didn't, concrete. They didn't well, a lot of bands don't well. play there anymore because of that. Yeah. yeah like, because I know Rush they, on their last couple tours refused to play Usana because, because the way Getty it got so sunburned. Yo, one because of you're playing. You're yeah. playing it. You're playing at the night, right? And like that sun is right That's on awesome. you yeah. at like seven, and it's like you can't. I remember being able to see the audience, but I remember being like, I can only look at the audience for about two seconds before they I had, like go blind. I just remember they had a thermometer off to one side of the stage because they had to gauge the temperature for the amp racks and stuff that were yeah. there and the thermometer said it was like 125 Jesus. on the stage where we were and it was probably only a hundred out in the crowd but like because of the way the sun shines there and it's a big you know they have the overhang and stuff it just traps all that hot air yeah, exactly too, it yeah. just radiates and it's like the stage radiates yeah. uh, <laughs> last, last night to I help remember. you know yeah, yeah. Uh, do you do you guys get told like rules from the other band like hey don't play my song or or don't I mean I don't know I don't I mean we we had a we had a joke up to that song because like at that point we were known 
kind of air quotes known locally as the band that played Carry On Wayward Son. Yeah. And we were just like, what if we what if we opened up Kansas playing their song? What if well, like what so, if we just fucking slayed it? What would like, happen? The and the best part about it was yeah. that we heard Kansas sound checking that song and like, we're oh, listening to them. That middle part yeah, we're listening it to it going, wait, we play this better than they do. Like we we're obviously super full of ourselves saying that, but like Kansas was not that they were bad, but they, they weren't. They as, were showing their age. They weren't as they polished as we age. expected sure. they yeah. would be. Yeah. playing that song, especially like there's a few parts of that song that are like genuinely difficult. And I remember watching him be like, "We should just done it, guys. We should have just done it." The weird song. thing about that show, <laughs> though, I remember the weirdest thing was Leonard Skinner. The way they got on stage was to ACDC's <laughs> Thunderstruck, and I remember being so fucking confused because we didn't see any of the guys from Skinner. They stayed I, in their bus. They just like chilled in their bus, which is fine. Like I don't yeah, blame yeah. them. They probably don't want to chat to like some people they don't know. I think yeah. the reason we ended up talking to the guy from Kansas is because we had like some weird roundabout connection. Yeah, one of our friends and he, is a friend of Yeah, his. and he came out and just chatted with us for a while. But uh, I remember when when that ACDC track came on, I was like, fuck, is are we playing with ACDC? <laughs> and then like <laughs> Skinner... I, I have this one too. I don't know why I have an offer because I'm a shitty host. Ah, that's chill. Anyway. Was I mean, that a Sprecher? Nice. That's a Hoffenschaffer. Yeah, oh, it looks like Sprecher from back there. <laughs> yeah, Riley, you should have one of those. No, thank you. You don't drink? I do not. Like at all? I won't say at all. Oh, but see, I, generally he's, speaking, I do not drink. He's been known to have a shot or two. Everyone, oh. I when your I'll, voice needs I it, knew it's he mostly, was do that. I knew he was gonna do that. <laughs> I will not be tonight because my I'm not singing. It's tonight. when he's singing. Yeah, it's out of necessity. A shot really like loosens your muscles, like really relaxes your throat. Yeah. And so if I'm like if my voice is feeling rough and I still gotta sing two hours, I'll take a shot. But okay, going to that. Good thing you mentioned it. I play with people that it was all about. I understand. Take the shot. Take the beers, or you loosen up. I get it. But when a person goes and starts drinking to like get fucked up and they go on stage, that that's was not like a, my biggest pet peeve. That's not a good look. Yep, it's not a good look, man. I was just like, and it happened seriously. It happened with. Most of the bands that I play, not the LDS yeah, band, I think, obviously. But <laughs> I think with a party band, it's actually a really weird line because it depends on the gig, right? Like, yeah. if someone's hiring you for a professional party, we're just like, you know, we can't, like, we're not here to get drunk. You're playing a bar, though, that's paying yeah. you really well, and you have patrons who are bringing you drinks, there's this really tricky line of, like, you want to seem like a rock and roll band, and you definitely want to take the shots in front of the crowd, but you have to be super aware of how much you're drinking because like that that can get bad because because back in the day actually when benny was in the band okay riley had a rule and he was very steadfast about it wait don't drink until it's over yeah yeah yeah. that was the rule that was the rule don't drink until the end of the set after the set whatever because there was so many times where not me but one of us would get very drunk and fuck up the set <laughs> fucking Kaysen. Yeah, 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 the guy, the the guy who takes <laughs> super heavily. <laughs> no, I, 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 I get it. Yeah. I was, but you know, I, I could never. It, it basically, obviously, most of the bands that I played in, I was, I got in there when it was already formed. So it wasn't like I couldn't just go in there. Where if you want me to play here, you guys are going to next fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. But it, but it was it was a it was a thing that I always dealt with, and it drove me absolutely insane. I mean, some people are just trying to have a good time, right? I think that's one of the difficult things about being in bands. Is like 
some people just like want to make really good music and want to be really passionate about it. And then some people are just like there to enjoy themselves, have a good time, do it as a hobby or whatever. And I think sometimes that can be really frustrating, especially for people who are like very creatively minded. Cause you're like, I want this to sound good. I want people to enjoy this. Like I love doing this. And you have as, someone who's just getting hammered and you're like, fuck, we sound like ass as a, <laughs> as a singer. Am I making this up? You, you drink cold beverages? No, I don't. It's see, I that's another thing that I thought it was it was a no no, and here are all my singers being like, "Hey, let's get loose!" Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> and well, I don't for- know. I mean, like, I know a lot of singers that are like hardcore. No, you cannot have cold anything before you sing. Yeah. But it's it is a known fact that cold things like ice water do constrict your muscles. They cause okay. your muscles to tighten up, and singing with if you're singing properly is all about relaxation when mm-hmm. you're singing. You shouldn't be straining. You shouldn't be stressing. You should be relaxing. And so cold, whatever you're drinking, if mm-hmm. it's cold, it is uh, making it difficult to be relaxed while you sing. Yeah. So technically, yes, but also, like, I don't think it's as huge of a deal as some people make it. Yeah. Like, I think it's more about is your voice warmed up? You know, are you straining yourself? Are you using good technique in general? There's other things that are bigger. Speaking of singing, did, did you did you take lessons? Not really. Guitar lessons? Not really. You read music? Not really. <laughs> Same for you? Uh, I took lessons for a variety of instruments over time, but honestly, no, not really super formalized. I can read sheet music. I can read sheet music for trombone, but if you give me sheet music for bass. I can't w- read it worth really? a damn. I can <laughs> read chord changes. Like if you give me a chart and it's like, okay, you're playing a C minor seven, you're playing a G, like that's fine. But you put notes in front of me on bass guitar, I'm like, fuck, well, that's an E. You okay. play trombone too. I grew up playing lead trombone in like jazz music and that kind oh, of stuff. Wow. Actually, I, same. He played, I played he trumpet. Played trumpet. <laughs> really? Yeah. Jazz trumpet. We have a whole new band. Yeah, yeah no I was going to say, you're going to be our drummer. <laughs> we, this we, is our horn section yeah. right here. <laughs> We've always wanted to do Did like... You imagine? Fire right here. Yeah. 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 Do you know yeah. what's funny? I always wanted to do, you know, back when I was doing the, the, the Spanish thing, and, and even now, like sometimes I think about it, because I had a band, like I say, with my buddy Nestor. He was a singer. Uh, and I always wanted to do a band of covers... But do it like the way Bruno Mars does his songs, when they all have a choreography and they, mm-hmm. even the guys that are playing the guitar and the horns are like they're yeah, dancing with yeah, you. Like yeah. that was like it's a part. I went I went and saw him at the uh, uh, Maverick Center. Oh yeah, blown he's away. He's a good performer. Yeah. He's a great. Blown he's away. also a great musician. It is yeah. re- dude, singing, dancing, drums, guitar, bass, synthesizers. Dude, he can do the whole thing. Uh, yeah, the, the new with, song with, with Anderson. Anderson. Pack. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. so, so, so fucking good. I'm, I'm so, so cool. Every time I see him, that song comes out see? somewhere out of the blue. It's like, <laughs> he's like, hey, uh, so what are we doing today? And while we're, while I'm coming, I'm, you know, I'm here and I'm wiping shit down. I'm throwing the garbage away. And he's like, I'm a thing. Dude, like, this whole group is huge. Is so good. Anderson Pack fanboys. Like, yeah. we were on that train for. Still oh, a long time. I'm still on that train. I still Anderson listen to Malibu all the fucking time. He's yeah. unreal. Yeah, like, he's, he's good. an incredible lyricist, a, an incredible drummer. singer and rapper, and his drumming is, is that, so who, unique. Who are you talking about? Anderson, Anderson Pack. Pack. Okay, is that the guy that comes out in that beer commercial with the glasses? Huge smile. I haven't seen the commercial. Yeah, yeah, he, he's, he's the one in the it's video. Like a, he's got like an octagon shape. He has a haze in the yeah, 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 but it's got like an octagon shape glasses. 
And I remember watching the commercial. I don't know. I, he wears big ass glasses all the time. I, I, I'll be honest. I don't know who he is, but I'm like, dude, those guys are cool. And I'm like, and obviously he's like in the drums and guitars. And I'm like, oh, he's a musician. Yeah, I don't know. you would fucking love. It's him, like very dude. soulful. So like he, he, he does did a, a record, record with Dr. Dre that is fucking and bomb. So sick, dude. <laughs> it's so sick. Do, do you did you take lessons for a few years on drums? Yes. Um, do you know how to read music? I know how to read music, and I can read it pretty well. Um, I do better with jazz charts than I do fully written out drum parts. Yeah. Um, cause I don't, I, I hear and I play way fucking faster than I can read a, a part. Yeah. But if you give me a jazz chart, be like, it's kind of like this. Here's do the thing this for 18 measures. Yeah. I was like, okay, I can do that. Well, um, and like with rock music too, like at least this crew, like we all, pretty much just learn things exclusively by ear i mean like maybe yep. if we're like really struggling with something especially like with bass parts sometimes they're really buried so maybe i'll like pull up an isolated bass track or whatever but we're all learning stuff by ear so it's like reading shit on a page with rock musicians is always like wild to me like when people pull right. out their charts on a stage i'm like dude this is rock music why are you why are you yeah. pulling out why you gotta stand on stage like why are you looking at a chart like well and that's that's one thing that my drum teacher really helped to develop is he he realized that like I was much better at hearing the music and playing it than I was reading the music and playing it. And so he helped me learn how to listen to a part and like like a Rush song, for instance. Like okay. I learned a shit ton of Rush when I was taking lessons. Mm -hmm. um, like listening to a Rush part and envisioning exactly how it's played and trying to recreate it. And if you have a hard time doing that, then you go to the sheet music. Okay. To f like to find like and like fine tune like a fill or whatever that you're doing, but yeah, generally speaking, my my lessons were us pulling up a song that I wanted to learn, listening through it, figuring out what the feel is, where the breaks are, where the fills are, and then just playing it. And it was really good. But I also learned a few years after I stopped taking lessons that we had completely skipped a lot of the fundamentals. Really? <laughs> which I don't I don't blame my teacher at all um, okay. I blame myself for not wanting to do those things and so I, I had to go back and relearn a lot of things like especially with technique mm -hmm. um, but me learning that on my own I think helped a lot I think it helped a shit ton actually for my yeah. own musical development yeah every time I jam one of your guys' CDs is like I miss it same miss drumming yeah so and then, uh, uh, there was there's a guy in uh, that I work with that knows me from way way back, and he's like, uh, uh, "Where are your drums at? Where's your drum set?" I'm like, "It's in the house." Why? Is she just covering dust? I'm like, "No, it's in a it's in bags." He's like, "How long have they been there?" I'm like, "I don't know, six seven years." <laughs> that's so bad. That, that's no. why I keep trying to get him to do something. <laughs> Dude, you <laughs> should, man. You, you fucking about should. The Modelo commercial. Modelo. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, that, that's yeah, him. That. Oh, did yeah. you just look it up? Nice. <laughs> he's so I, great that's why i have him that yeah. dude that dude has like such a like positive kick-ass attitude yeah. like he like he makes great music but also like he's just one of those people that has I, that drive he's a successful kind of person I'm so happy that him and bruno mars because they yeah. they have that same musical vibe yeah they yep. both have like that soul like funk thing, vintage yeah. thing going yeah. on perfect they, combo they do the dance moves with the trumpets and yep and, and yep. stuff in his performances, uh, he's such yeah, a good performer sure. too. He, so is he is he is he one guy or he has a band? 
He has a band. So he has a band uh, that he plays with pretty regularly, but also he used to do the uh, the entertainment work kind of thing for a very long time before he got well-known, too. He's playing in a lot of entertainment bands, so he's got, like, that ability to play at a really, really high level and, like, nail it live, but also be, like, just a fantastic entertainer. Like, he's mm-hmm. so much fun to watch, and he always, like, you always feel like he's having a ton of fun on stage, huh. which is rad. Bruno's the you, same you, way. You should look him up. There's, you look know, him I, up. I, I will say this. My, how, how can I explain this? The, the, the file that I have for music that I like in, in general is so small. It is so small. Yeah. Like, I, I like my band, and then I like everything that that band will do. Like, I don't expand like I should. Yeah. And I, and I know that I miss so much. Well, and my problem is the exact opposite. Um, like the exact opposite. Like I listen to so much music, but very little in each genre. Okay. Like I'll find a band that I really fucking like, and I'll find a few songs that I really fucking like, and I'll listen to that album and be like, this is so fucking sick. Then I'll listen to other parts, like other albums that they put out and I'm like, ah, this sucks. (laughs) And like, then I'll go on to a different genre. Like I don't, I don't stick to a genre or a band. I listen to that genre or that band's best stuff, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I usually um, like check out their discography, you know what I mean, and find yeah. like what I love of theirs. But I feel like this crew, like overall, like we just do a lot of random shit. Tons, like tons, tons of random shit. Like I, well, I think I used to be a lot more focused, but like over just like the last few years, it's just gone off the deep end. It's people like, what do you listen to? I'm like, I don't fucking know. Like, whatever, just yeah. put something on. If it's good, then I'll enjoy you, it. You know, mm-hmm. a podcast has changed has changed that for me. Like, mm-hmm. I, I. I work. I'm always. I always have the the headphones, uh, and it's all. It, everybody's like, "What are you listening?" It's podcast. Like, yep. what? Your your own? I'm like, no, but I mean, <laughs> but I do listen to my own. I I swear. We when we when we hang out with all the podcasters, I, we always ask, "Do you listen to your own shit?" And everybody's like, "No." <laughs> <laughs> Justin and I were like, "Oh yeah, we listen to our shit all the time." <laughs> do, you, do you guys listen to? Um, well, that's music, right? I think like, it yeah. do, if. If I need, if I need, no. So if I need to learn something, like if I'm playing music, like if I'm playing those songs and I want to go over it, then I'll listen to it. But honestly, listening to my own music is very, like, I don't mind it. It doesn't bother me, but it's really hard. So Amird, I wasn't really, I came in at the very, very end of Amird. So for me, I wasn't involved with much of the recording of Amird. So I don't know all the stupid little issues that people ran into all the little flubs that drove you crazy. So that one for me, I'm like, oh yeah, I could listen to this anytime. But I think the more involved I am with a recording, the harder it is to listen to it objectively because you know every single thing you do. You know your equipment that you used. You know every issue you had in the studio. You know all of that minutia that, you know, someone's, a random person's ear is not going to pick up on. So for me, it's like very hard, but I do listen to recordings of myself performing and my own music, but it's, it's such an, like a different mindset. It's such like a critical mindset where you're thinking like, what could have I done better next time? Like, Oh, I missed this thing and no one's going to care about it, but you care about it because that's, that's your focus, you know? Have have you, have you ever recorded something? Because obviously when you record, you, you listen to it over the way we did it with uh, the band, my stage exit that I was playing for, Mm -hmm. we will record 
what we thought it was a final product, but we wouldn't master, we wouldn't master it. We would take that with, home with us and then we'd listen over and over yep. and over yep. again. And then we're like, ah, I'd rather redo that. Do you guys do that too? I do that. Is there mm -hmm. anything in these albums that you're like, ah, I wish I didn't do that? 100%. Yes. Really? Absolutely. Really? You're so opening stage a whole can of worms <laughs> okay. right now. Okay. okay. <laughs> so put this in perspective. Stagehound, second record. <clears throat> I recorded all, what is that, 10 tracks? 10 or tracks. 10 tracks. All of them in 12 hours. I recorded my bass parts in what, four, five, six hours, something yeah. like that. It's gnarly. It was yeah, a gnarly limited time because we were, uh, we had a limited budget for it. Um, and we Oop. could only afford so many days in the studio. And so we basically, before we even started recording, we had to look at, you know, we have eight total studio days for this album. That means one day for drums, half a day for bass. You know, a day for rhythm guitars, a day for lead guitars, a day for vocals, and the rest is mixing, you yeah. know? And, and uh, we ran behind schedule. We had yeah. to pay for more recording <laughs> we dates. Up, yeah, we, we ended did up that, over We budget, did that once, but... too, when I was playing in this in this Spanish band. We we found this guy. I, I don't know who found him. All of a sudden, we're like, yeah, he lives in Murray. I'm like, okay. So there we all went to Murray. And I this was like my, fa my first time recording. So for all I knew was like, we're going to get there. We're going to play our seven songs. And then we're done. Like our CD is like here it is. Mm -hmm. And so we, I remember, we, and the guy had like a regular nine to five, and then he would do the record. You know, he would be an engineer on the side. Yeah. Yep. And so we went to his house, and he just got out of work, and we're ready to jam. And then we started recording. We recorded the whole album. I think it was like seven, six, seven songs. And I remember at the end, I was, <laughs> I was looking at him, and he's like, in the, he's in his soundboard, and he's listening to the, and we're all like, Let's see, you know, where we can, where we can tweak it here or there. And then he was all like. Like he was passing Just out, and sneezing. I remember thinking, "How unprofessional of this <laughs> asshole to come over here and fall asleep." And then now mm. that I think about it, you know, when I when I, we recorded on my stage, it was more about, "Oh, we we spend weeks doing this." Like I yeah. didn't know that, and it's like, exhausting no. too. It's exhausting. Like, yeah. and you get like it's mentally exhausting, it's physically exhausting, but also like I think when you're recording, you get to this point where you stop being able to determine whether anything you've done is any good at all because yeah, you've yeah. heard the songs and you've like there's times where you're recording a section over and over again or maybe you're trying to like you know do some edit and you you're listening to one bar 20 times and then you're like is this better and you're like fuck i don't know i've been listening to this for 30 minutes and it's just like one bar over and over and over again i can't tell yeah, whether it sounds yeah. good yeah so Which, for our newest record i have a playlist of all of the most recent mixes that we've done and I listen to those every day. Same. Or almost every day. Same. Um, I've heard songs too many times. Because <laughs> I'm always listening to, like, to find new ideas to add, find little parts that we could tweak in some way, find parts that, like, I'm not happy with. Maybe we need to re-record something or do something. And it's very critical. But then, like, this morning I was taking the bus up the mountain to work. And I was listening to some of our tunes. And I was just mm -hmm. like, this is fucking sick and i was just like jamming out to my own stuff just like yeah okay this drummer's awesome Dude, yeah this drummer kicks fucking ass i just think like, just having a good old time with yeah, it i was yeah. like all right that's what it's all about like because i've been listening to this music so long for like and so critically because we're in recording mode but now that almost all of the instruments are laid out and they're done like there's there's a few things we can do here and there but most of it's mixing Almost everything left yeah, to do mixing is mixing and vocals, basically. Vocals, and now I'm just like, cool. Well, have, have you ever had like? Uh, it, it seems like uh, there's something that I noticed before I stopped playing uh, 
drum playing in general. And also, while I started doing this, do you guys deal with, uh, like, for example, sometimes it happens, I mean, I'm, it, it has happened here and it happens in other, in other shows too, where there's a guy that says, oh, we should, we should get this, we should get this, we should get this equipment, this equipment. And then there's another guy that goes, let's calm down a little bit. Uh, there's a, 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 a couple a couple a couple uh podcasters uh, another podcast that we know it's kind of like the same thing w one goes oh let's do this and let's do merch and let's do this and then the other one the one that goes let's calm down a little let's just see if we can make this happen and then we'll blow this up and then we'll get to this next point but how does it work when it's in a band do you get do you guys ever had that like riley does everything but it's that, not. That's, but, I have but, a really but bad but it's, it's, it's everybody's everybody's money or just Riley's. Well, so when it comes to money, it, uh, if if the band is making money, then the band will pay for it. Yeah, right. If that's, the band's not making money, then Riley will buy it for himself. Yeah, basically that's the way it works. Is, <laughs> yeah. So I, I've accumulated a lot of gear. But, yeah. but, it, but yeah. it seems like like because because I see it both ways. I understand it that that oh this is not. This is not, you know, anything big now. So why, you know, spending the time and the money? But I also understand, like, coming from music, it got to a point where you can't, you couldn't rely on on a, a producer going to Liquid Jaws and just be like, oh, these guys are fucking good. And the next thing I know, you have, yeah, you, you, yeah. you have you have a contract, you, you know build what I mean? So or whatever. You have to, you have to yeah. do it yourself. You have to, you know, like every now, I mean, everybody is an artist now. Like we have a, yep. when we have a successful podcast. You guys have a, a successful big band if you ask me you know and and there's more like that but it's it's more of the work that you guys have put in than just someone else saying oh no you guys are good like, you know i remember i remember having this conversation years and years and years ago where we ended up running into like becoming really close friends with a bass player in a band that i love since i was like 12 13 or 14 i remember we had a conversation uh, where Riley, you said something where he was, you were like, you know, this guy doesn't feel like he's made it. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, I've listened to this guy since I was 14 years yeah. old. Like this guy's made it. And it's really hard because I think you're always, when, it, when you're in a band, it's this like constant progression of like, okay, you play this gig. Now you're playing these gigs. Now you're playing this thing that pays you more. Now you're playing this show. And I think you're always like stepping up these little tiny steps. And so you get, 10 15 years down the line and you're like oh you know this isn't successful but like in someone else's bubble like that's a totally yeah. like you've made it you've been doing what you love it almost and so, feels like an endless spiral staircase you know where you're looking two levels up at somebody that's up there but they're looking six levels up at somebody yeah, above yeah. them you and know? so i always try to keep that perspective it's just like just if you love doing do if you love playing music just love playing music and don't sweat it so best much best thing that ever happened to me I mean, when I was playing, I did, you know, I did the radio thing, the TV thing, like interviewing and stuff. But I play a Liquid Joe's and my stage open for saliva. Mm -hmm. And I've said this before here like a couple times too. And we were, obviously I go out and we, you know, we play and I, I do my thing. And then I get out and there's this random guy that came up to me and he goes, hey, what's your name? And I said, oh, Angel. And he goes, oh, my name is so-and-so. I cannot remember for the life of me. And he said, the guys from the band... Uh, to saliva. Mm -hmm. He said they told me I should come see you, but I missed you because as soon as I, as soon as he got there, I was done. I was walking my shit out, and I said, "Oh, I said, oh, I'm, I apologize." I'm like, whatever. That's all the time we had. And he goes, "Oh," and he goes, "My name is so and so." And he says, "I'm saliva's drum tech." 
Oh, nice. And it's like, and, and the band, because apparently while we were playing, like one of the members would come in for a like, beer or whatever, and then say, yeah. like, oh, these guys are all right, and whatever. Yeah. And he goes, oh, the guys from the band went and looked for me, and he goes, oh, you got to go see this guy mm-hmm. for me. You got to wow. go see this drummer. And then he came up to like, he shook my hand. He's like, dude, he's like, I'm so sorry. To, are you coming tomorrow? Are you, are you going to stay around? And I remember I didn't stick around. I didn't even see Saliva because I had to work the next day. <laughs> so I literally just played. I like I did the, the drumstick mic and then uh, the, the, the drumstick drop. And then I'm like, I'm out. And then this guy's like, no, I'm Saliva's drum tech. And I'm like, like, oh. like yeah, damn. Yeah, I take that day. Ah, oh, dude, I wish. <laughs> well, when you're the you're the primary operator, you're like, oh, I can't just not show up. <laughs> True. So now, uh, going to uh, shuffle, which is the cover band. Mm-hmm. Uh, how long have you guys been doing that for? 2018. and I know this because it really only I formed been that the long? LLC in twenty eighteen, and I had to send the business license off to somebody <laughs> earlier today. So twenty eighteen, nice. It really has it only. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's only been that long. Maybe we've just yeah, been well, playing covers for longer. We formed the LLC in twenty eighteen. Uh, like, okay. Well, that, that we was kind of doing it under. Wasn't a different name that for our while. East Coast tour year? Yeah, that well, twenty. Yeah, twenty. Yeah, yeah, because we used Shuffle to pay for that tour, and that was a gnarly experience. So that tour. Was the tour where I had had enough? Once again, if yeah. you pull up my, my, my Facebook, there's a video there. It was last time I saw Shuffle, mm-hmm. was at the rooftop. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. shit. That, that, with Matt, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I played oh, with you guys. Finally, oh, I rocked times. the cowbell. Good times. <laughs> oh, shit. Up. <laughs> Just off of Highland, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, my God. Man. I got so drunk. That guy wanted That to was eat. a good time. I felt like I was on a boat. <laughs> <laughs> That guy, that guy, and I don't even drink. (laughs) (laughs) That guy was like, he, uh, he was saying, do you, do you know of a band? I said, yeah, you got to talk to, to this guys. And I think I gave him your number. And then, and then all of a sudden after he spoke with you guys, and I I don't know if you guys met with him or whatever. He's like, oh, these are the guys that I wanted to get, but I had no idea their name. I have no idea how to get a hold of them. I said, well, there you go. And yeah, I guess the wife and I went there and we're still eating some uh, hors d'oeuvres. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we go up to the top and there's Shuffle. There's the band. Packed in a yeah. corner. <laughs> yeah. Corner. corner of a roof. <laughs> yeah, oh, dude, I, was, I was rocking the uh, the cowbell on it. I remember that gig. Na, na, na. That was a fun... I, yep. I, I remember getting there and being like, I don't know what this gig is and just having a fucking blast. It was fun. Yeah. It? it was, it was so much fun. Now, is that guy Jason always with you guys or... Yeah, he's our well. He has been our sound guy. He's not on anymore. And off. He got a job teaching audio engineering for Davis School District, uh, so okay. he's not anymore. But, um, but yeah, he for about three yeah, years he, he came to every single gig. He was always running sound, and we still chat with him like every day, basically. Oh yeah, we're in like we're, a group text that is out of control. Yeah, we just um, meme hard. It's a good time. <laughs> it's great. But yeah, yeah, he was, yeah, he was the fifth member. Yeah, of the band or sixth, sixth member of, of the shuffle. Band. So yeah. Yeah. For yeah, a few years. I, I, in order. I remember uh, sometime last year you guys made uh, made a comment. Oh, cause he we're friends on Facebook too. I, I, after the the rooftop, he's like, "Hey, you know, my name is so and so." Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Then we became Facebook friends, and he got sick. Right? He got he yeah, got the vid. Yeah, he got COVID. He was he one was... of the first like people in Utah, right? Like yeah, first one of the 20? first confirmed cases. Have you guys ever gotten who? Yeah, yeah, I think he's been I know confirmed I for sure. I, I'm pretty sure that <laughs> right, we have. Like, I got it right now. So, currently, when this first started breaking, we were playing a gig up in Deadwood, South Dakota. And I remember being super fucking weird because we had all left our homes. Like, like I'm not like 
you know, like I leave my wife in our apartment, peace out to go play a gig, and then like the whole fucking world burns down and can't find toilet paper, and we're just playing this bar gig. Well, yes. We're playing like Sparky, and I remember like I was just like, are they gonna like shut down state borders? Like, what the fuck is going on right now? It was yeah, we were, so we were sitting weird. up in a cabin in the Black Hills of South Dakota, like playing four hours a night for a week, yeah. and we were just chilling at this cabin, like reading the news, just like. Oh my god! All this shit's happening, and we're like, "All right, just chilling every day." Cool. This is well, because where we were, it was normal. Like South Dakota, they didn't care. They weren't shutting schools down or businesses down. Nobody was talking about masks or any of that stuff there. And I and I I feel like I feel like even though we I I wouldn't say we shut down, we slow down. I will say that. Yeah, but like I don't like we still went out and ate and. But there was about a month where nothing was open. There was about a month, like it was from yeah. like March 16th until April, middle April, when you literally couldn't even go to get takeout from most restaurants yeah. for a while. It I, was hardcore for a I, little bit. I will say this, but. this never shut down, and the people that we... Oh, the Arts at, Alliance? The, well, the, building, the podcast. The, like we never, did, oh, the po- the, we never yeah. did the Zoom thing or nothing. Nice. It was always like Justin and I. Oh, and this the, is and just then, a couple of you. And right? then when we... Yeah, but we, we invited people, and they were like... Yeah, they sure. do. Um, unless it was Riley. It was like, eh. <laughs> yeah, you know, I was. So, you know, how about how about Riley? I said, "Do you guys gonna come to the podcast or what?" He goes, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me let me let me talk to these guys." And then he comes back to me. He goes, "Yeah, we're not performing, right?" I'm like, "Performing? Like, who do you think I'm, Jimmy Fallon?" You think this carpool karaoke? What's wrong with you? <laughs> Don't worry, we're playing Advent tunes on children's <laughs> toy like instruments. Oh, yeah, so well, mine's on, got a drum kit on his phone. You've got a true. bass on your phone. I was gonna say we've done way too many shows though, where it. people are like, "Yeah, come play," and it's like us come playing play on, on our, our acoustic show. instruments. <laughs> yeah, we're like, like that, fuck, we don't know what we're doing. This ain't rock and roll. That happens a, a lot of times. I remember like the we went on the radio right before we played the Kansas Leonard Skinner show, and they wanted us to play some songs. So that was one show, Kansas Leonard. Yeah. 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 Okay. It was okay. it was one show. Um, and they, they wanted us to come perform on, what was that? K-Bear? How are you guys? How are you guys? Oh, I'm good. Chilling. Okay. Good. I'm actually going to run and hit the bathroom really quick. Oh, oh, do we have to stop talking? Check out this guy. No, go ahead. No. <laughs> Riley, how dare you? I haven't had a tea Again, like Riley, who do you think you I, are? Get the, get the Watch fuck the cable out of here. <laughs> yeah, it's just dead space yeah, for the next mask. two minutes, dude. We'll, we'll, we'll mask. Wait for you. Riley, we'll wait. get it. Get it. We'll Put it get on it. your face. Okay, bye. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I, anyway, I, now that he's here, we can talk shit on him. I will say... Now that he's not LDS, he's kind of a little loose. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. yeah. Cause, Especially cause the last few years, he's just like loosened up, I think, a lot more just this generally. Right. I never hear him swear. Very, very occasionally, but it's not common. <laughs> no. At it's, all. When shit goes south, he'll be like, I remember there was oh, one time dang. Riley said, he's Art. Like, Bald. There was one time where Riley <laughs> said, are we fucked? <laughs> and when he said, are we fucked? I was like, oh shit, are we fucked? We might be fully fucked. Yeah, no, if he if he gets to that point, you know shit's going down. You, you 100% know. Like, if he, if he says fuck, you're like, oh my god, oh, is someone dead? Is someone dead? Do I have to get out my life and Didn't, didn't he say one like, of the times he swore and said fuck was because the odometer went over and he didn't yes, get a picture yeah. of it? No, Riley and I were on the phone and he was driving around, I think his Camaro or some shit and he was trying to to time the amount of times he had to stop for gas with the his speedometer going over 200,000 miles so he would stop for gas at exactly 200,000 miles and we were on the phone at the time and we were just like chatting about a gig that we had or something and I just hear him go fuck fuck 
fuck? And I was like, Riley, what's wrong? What's wrong? I'm at two, uh, 200,001 miles. Nah. I was just like, the fuck is wrong with you, brother? <laughs> like, you use... You use your one fuck a year. <laughs> your one fuck a year to complain about your speedometer being over, your odometer. What the fuck? You it was are, great. You marry, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. You got kids? No, no. Dude, he's got like five you gotta, kids. You got to convince my wife to have kids. I, I'd be willing to have kids, but she's like, no, 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 no. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, she's a, she's a keeper. <laughs> yeah, she's, like, she's like, that changes shit. She's like, life is easy right now. We get to do what the fuck we want. And I'm how like, yeah, see, I like this. How long have, how long have you been married? Oh God, four or five. We've been <laughs> we've been living together for ten, eleven years. Okay, so true. You want to have kids, huh? I'd be willing to have kids, but I think it would really have to just be like the right situation, and like also I love my being able to do whatever the hell I want right now. So yeah, that's that's chill. I got a I got a vasectomy done. That's how nice. much I don't want kids. <laughs> You, you, are you, you, uh, you still with your girlfriend? Oh, yeah. Not married yet. Nope. Not married. No kids. She's a school teacher, so she definitely doesn't want kids. How old are you now? 29. 29? Yeah. Damn. How, how old were you when you, when you, how old would you say I, you were when I met you? Well, oh, you say, right? Barely 20, 21. Barely 21. Yeah. Barely. You married, right? Yes. And you got one? Two. Two, two kids. in a week or two. Oh, Okay. No, way to lock now. that up, dude. Now. And then what? Having more? Oh, no. No. You gotta get a vasectomy? <laughs> Just because I live in <laughs> Utah. Vasectomy here? <laughs> well, now that you mentioned that, I mean, what do you think? Let's I take a poll. We have this thing going on the podcast. It's called uh, Team Boss Nuts. <laughs> and I'm the captain because I, I don't have any kids of my own. And yes. I got it done because I don't. So you don't want it? No. no. Right? But my wife has three, though. And oh, they're okay. old. And, it's, it, and it was like a whole thing that happened because... I, I think that I got married too soon or too young, I would say. Right. And then she, she's older than me uh, by uh, 25 years. And I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, but, but but when we got married, she was like, if we're going to have kids, it's going to have to be pretty soon. And I was in the mentality of, well, I'm young and I just got married. So I'm going to wait for kids. Yeah. And then while we waited, the, her kids were older and older or get older and got older. And so we were like, why going back to square one? And then she yeah. actually fought me for a minute. It was like, you're really not going to have kids? And I'm like, I'm good. <laughs> like kids got to leave the house at like, some yeah, point, I right? Like, I don't, you know, and I don't regret it. So, so far I don't, but I mean, I'll be, I'll be 39 in May and I still don't regret it. Nice. Yeah, man. I think, I think that life is what you make of it. Right. Like, yeah. and having kids isn't necessarily a, 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 like a cornerstone of what makes a good life, yeah, yeah. right? Like, and there's a lot of people that I know that I think should not be parents. Yeah, and you know, like I think that too many yeah. people have kids because they think they should, should be more right? selective. Like, yeah, yeah. This announcement is brought to you. Don't by go down this horizon. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think like I think everybody just has to decide for themselves: is it right for me to have kids? Don't yeah. let the social pressures be the thing that make you do that. You know. Yeah. I will say I do have. A story. I have a tale to tell. Okay. A tale. When Riley told us that his wife was pregnant, we were on a flight. Where, where were we did flying you, home? We were flying back from Portugal. From Portugal. Yeah, and we you got so... Did you guys think that the band was going to break up? Yeah, straight he up. Got so, he got so drunk on the plane. Wasted. Okay, so, so Mike got fucking that. hammered on the plane. We're flying back from Portugal. This was like 
probably not the biggest in terms of people show that we've played, but I would say, I mean, we were playing internationally. You know what I mean? Like that we flew out. That first felt class. good. We flew first class. class. You guys two played Portugal. in Portugal. We played yeah. in Portugal. Jesus we like Christ. in business class. We like sat in the chairs that lay down yeah. into beds and shit. Four course meals. Like it. It was. It will make this happen though. Our sugar Riley daddy. and our sugar daddy Dave. <laughs> yeah. We we have <laughs> been hearing about this guy forever. Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's such a good dude though. Yo, but how do you Dave. make this happen, Riley? We meet people, man. You get yeah. connections, you and work we, them, you just I don't know. I like I've always wanted to I don't know. I don't know what the best way to put it is. I don't I don't want to say I use people. But I want to. Mm, I want to get to know people, and I want to. Well, I've I've always felt like anything I can offer to somebody, I want to offer that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in return, I want to use whatever I can that people are willing yeah, to yeah, yeah. to work. You know, I want to. I want to live You're my life in trade of services, yeah. right? Yeah. Very capitalist. And so, anytime I meet somebody, I'm just thinking to myself, like, this is a cool person. I'd like to get to know them better. Um, what are the things that that I can offer them, and in turn, what are the things they can offer Riley's me? Riley's like, how do I scratch into, their balls, and how can you know, they like, scratch mine? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, you got niche. That's the way. That's yeah. I'm, Dude, uh, like if they got some three-person, three-person buddy pass to Portugal, let me. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Straight up, actually. So, so when well, you when you guys found out they were pregnant, oh my Dude, god, he got super fucking hammered on the plane. I remember, I was yeah. like, I was like, we got to keep this shit together. <laughs> like, we're flying on the plane. Mike's gets drunk, and I we have my phone with GarageBand. And I think you had your phone too, <laughs> yeah. and we were being the most fucking obnoxious people on the goddamn plane. So we, we had were, like GarageBand we going and shit because I was just like I was blacked out at this point. <laughs> but I remember um, we I. I have a very distinct memory of us being on one of the connecting flights home. I think it was like Phoenix to here. Um, I was just tanked to shit. <laughs> and we, we each had a headphone in, in for, yeah, in yeah, GarageBand, yeah. just writing beats. Just like, <laughs> this is like, the plane is all, this is like <laughs> yeah. the end of the flight. So this is like, you know, 1230 in the morning too, for people. Yeah, like, I remember them coming by and they're like another drink and you're like, fuck yes. And I remember somebody in like a couple rows next to us just fucking sighing. I remember <laughs> them just being so fucking Well, and annoyed. we're in first yeah. class for this too. Like, yeah. it's not like, you know, like we're with all these highbrow like business people. And these two are just like, like yeah, it just up. Getting, dude, that oh, fucking man. synth is sick, dude. Yeah, yeah. fucking throw it in there. <laughs> yeah, but like, wrong. Wait, it was so funny drunk. because like, that would be, that'll be like literally traveling with kids. Yeah. yeah. So, but like to tie it back to the conversation, like I was, I got drunk and I got really fucked up because like I was scared. I was really afraid of what was going to happen because Riley is the playmaker, right? Mm -hmm. Like Riley is the the chief commando of yeah. the band. And I was like, man, having kids changes you. Like, it 100% changes you. Nah. Nah, it doesn't. It's <laughs> like, whatever you make of it. Because, yeah, exactly. like, Riley, like, you have a lot of time dedicated to your family, but you're still very goal-oriented. Yeah. So, like, if you want to do something, you're going to do it. Like, this album that we're making, we're recording it in his basement. And, like, he'll call me and be like, hey, we're recording vocals. Come on over. Oh, wait. Has to be after four because she's taken a nap, yeah, right? right? So like the, that's really the only thing that's changed. Yeah. And if if it's and a priority for you, you make time. You know yeah. that's that's how music is. Like if you, if you want to do it, doesn't matter like what's in your way. You just figure it out. And I mean, I don't know how many times I came over to your house over the weekends to record bass or synths or piano for months and months and months. So and also having the support of your wife and girlfriend. Yeah, yeah that for sure. Means a lot. That's like, huge. I, I, I that's got huge. you know the, the one of the one of the reasons why I've been able to do this for so long is because the wife has been always like, 
do your thing. Who cares? Mm-hmm. You know, and 100, 111. This is this is episode 111. It's been oh, 100. I saw three tally marks on the yeah, board, listen, and I was like, this, three? This huh, has is this been, the third episode? <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but no, I'll, I'll, give you, I'll give you one better. It's 111 weeks nonstop. Damn, dude. Wow, yeah. For man. two years. We just celebrated our two years, two episodes ago. Yeah. That's Hell badass. Yeah. I re- so... There was a time where I was like, I just like wanted to do shit on the internet. And I was like, okay, I'm going to see what the YouTube thing is like. That shit's hard. Doing a podcast, doing things like YouTube streaming, it's not easy work. And I remember doing it solid for three months and being like, fuck, this is, (laughs) this is too much. Like I got to be on a schedule. I have like uploads. We had, had, uh, uh, the first episode, not the first episode, but the first episode that we did with, uh, Becca Hayes. I don't know if you guys know, we're just this girl from the, used to work at the radio station. Mm -hmm. She, uh. She had this podcast, and then we just we just barely jumped from just audio to to video. A, a guy let us borrow that camera right there you see underneath that table. Oh yeah, and and it was because he came to do our our show, and this room was completely empty, and it was just a sign and a long table and two chairs. That's all we had, and, and equipment enough to have two microphones, and maybe we'll split one and have a third. You know we. That's all we could have is one guest. And now we're like, we're set up to do, you know, whatever we want. But she came and she started asking and she goes, well, cause I, so he, he gets it done for me. And then I do a little bit of editing. Uh, it's gone down a lot since he joined, but I was telling that to her. I said, well, since I started doing video and this is back when he wasn't around, I said, I went from doing a 20 minute editing to like an hour and a half. And she was like, fuck that yep. shit. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, but you have to. And now, she, and now she, she's a little lazy, but she has <laughs> someone else doing it because she's. But but it's it's what you have to do. Nowadays. And it's work. Mm-hmm. Like you don't. You, you're just like, oh yeah, we'll just record. Like set something up, have guests record, and you're like, oh yeah, see that'll be easy. And then you forget. You've got to edit that shit. Yeah. You've got to upload that shit. And like, obviously, and, you're gonna spend some time listening to it. And be like, oh, did we fuck up levels? Yeah. Like, and then and then I go home and uh, so the so the episodes uh, drop every every uh, Monday. Monday Monday morning, like five o'clock in the morning. And oh, this uh, isn't live. No, dude, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and also and also the video. But uh, then, as the week goes on, and uh, because I listen, then I pull out clips, and so I edit those yep. clips, and then I do this, and then I put like a like a funny, you know, minute minute and a half, or just a clip, just as, as I cut it and I edit it, and I put it all in Instagram. And we got all of our videos. We have we have more videos and photos and, and that Instagram, but. So I'm, we're always doing something when it comes nice. to. And now we got, <laughs> and now we got, uh, a, you know, we've had uh, three sponsors so far. Nice. Now oh, we yeah. got, now we got uh, Happiest CBD cool. joining oh, us. Oh hell yeah! Good. Good. And the guy, that was another thing recently. I was talking about being LDS because he's LDS, but he's all about. Well, he owns this CBD, and then he goes and us being LDS. He, you know, we had him as a as a guest, and he's like, "Oh yeah, I've been I've been judged, I've been criticized, and I've been you know oh, for done sure. this and that." And and he says, "The minute marijuana gets legal, I'm going in. Oh yeah, like I'm buying my own shit and I'm selling my own. I'm like, good for you, man. Yeah. But good. he's sponsoring us and like seven other podcasts. I mean, he's That's he cool. has his shit together. That's awesome. Know? That's really cool. So, what make what make we we've had a DB and Buddha here." Nice. Uh, the owner of uh, Wise Guys, Keith. Oh, that, uh, cool. that's, yeah. oh shit. And you know what? The cool thing about that is like we did that at Wise Guys. Huh. He's like, you guys want to oh, do shit. it here? We're like, fuck yeah. Nice. <laughs> we just sat there. Did you just like have a pizza and 
No, yeah. we no, but you know what was funny? It was uh, we did it on a Wednesday, and it was uh, open mic. Nice. So as we sat down with the sign behind him and all the pictures of the comedy legends, there was people going in. Mm-hmm. And at one point, I, the music was so loud. I'm like, I don't. I, are we gonna be able to hear? Like in the middle of the recording, mm-hmm. I don't know if we're gonna be able to hear what we're saying. And like, no one fucking pay attention to me. But it, it turned out good. <laughs> but he was like, but now I go to Wise Guys. He's like, hey, what's going? Like he, you know, he remembers. Nice. Yeah. And I want to have him again. He was supposed to be here a few weeks ago for our two year, but he had like a you know who Andrew Schultz is comedian. Mm-hmm. He he had like four sold out shows. So he's like, I I'm, I'm that's fine. Can't do it. Yeah. Do it another time, but. Nice. What's next for uh, all of the bands? <laughs> all of the bands. So, yeah. High Octane is another one. Mm-hmm. I just, I just, it's so funny because I was texting you today because you know people are listening to us on our on our phones, and I was texting you today. And as soon as I finished texting you, I got this notification that says High Octane that you might know is on Instagram. Oh, nice. And I was like, who's that? And I always look. I'm like, oh, there's this guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's our that's our buddy Dave. Okay. And that's his group. So Dave lives in Santa Monica, California, mm-hmm. and he what other Santa Monica? And he uh we met him at Sundance Film Festival several okay. years ago and he saw us playing or at Sundance as Advent and mm-hmm. he came up to me after the show and gave me his business card and said, Hey, I wanna talk to you about hiring you guys to be my backing band when I play in Utah. Oh. Because he has an L.A. band that he plays with, but every time he wants to play in Utah, he's got to fly all his guys up here. And, it, you, you know, you play a bar in Park City, you don't make enough money to cover airfare for poor also, people. Also, also those guys in yeah, L.A., so. they work hard. Like, all of them right. are, are full-time, so they're... You know, they're working in projects where they're working in the studio and in multiple bands and they're coaching bands and they're doing right. all this work. And they're sometimes, you know, David wants to book a show and it's like these guys have busy schedules and one or two of them won't be free. And he'll be like, hey, come down to L.A. We'll fly you out. Yeah. So he uh, he took us out to coffee a few days later and, and said, hey, so I've got this band. It's a 90s rock tribute band so it's all weezer and jimmy world Mm. and smash mouth and green day and stuff and 90s 2000s pop rock hits yeah there you go do you guys you don't have to answer this do you guys make money out of every every project uh Uh, not the original stuff i don't sweat (laughs) huh advent least of all really yeah 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 the the original original music like i don't if you're getting into original music to make money, you're probably not getting into original music for the right reasons. Yeah, like yeah. even even bands that are moderately successful right now, like well-known within their own genre, if they're not a major pop artist, not a major hip-hop artist, not very well-known, but just like in their scene, they're making like middle-class income. They're not making at, a like shit ton of most. money. Like they're making like, 20, 30, 40,000 a year, maybe. Like the, yeah. the biggest artists that you know all the big like millionaire pop stars are millionaires because of endorsements, not because of the music. So it's just in, it's in a weird place. T- touring is a big thing too, right? Mm-hmm. It, like so a lot of bands. Basically, it's everything else but music. Yeah, but the CDs. Or, yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah. Like a lot of bands, especially CDs. a lot of metal my bad, bands. My nineties. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> what my is CDs. a CD? <laughs> what a tape? What the fuck? No, but like a lot of bands, especially metal, make their money on the road because they're selling t- t-shirts yep okay and that's how they make their money they're not making their money from their music um 
And it's very, very hard as an original artist to make money off of your it's art. It's such a yeah, roundabout way to make money off of clothing, too. Yeah. I know. It's such a roundabout way to be a clothing seller. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. Like, like, you guys continue doing you're, your t-shirt. You're you're like, t-shirt company. Yeah, like, I'm actually exactly. a t-shirt company. A I just have a band to yep. sell them with. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's so company. true. Oh, my God. The CD comes with the shirt. <laughs> oh, sick. I, yeah. So, any any plans for... Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, like, so Advent's new album will be later this year. It's been a long process. We've really taken our time recording this this album. I mean, we have the luxury of we are now, over the last decade, I've slowly built up a good enough studio that we can produce some good-sounding stuff. Mm-hmm. And so we're really taking our time, making sure every part is just right. Um, and it'll be later this year, and we're excited. We have some things in the pipeline. We've got some really cool guest artists that are semi well known in the in the, the prog liner. rock world, at least, yeah. that are joining us. Um, and we're hoping can we, to. Can we drop any names? Yeah, but I mean, the names aren't going to mean anything to these guys. They're I not mean, prog nerds like us. The fuck does that mean? Is that see? That's <laughs> what you, I are mean. You though. Judging that's Riley? what I mean. Are we you, are here? Hold okay. on. Hold on. Hold on. There you go. Oh, That's shit. Oh, oh, man. Oh, shit. Oh, <laughs> no, oh just, man. Just, just do and say whatever you want. So, yeah, so so there's um, there's a, a band called Spock's Beard that uh, we've become friends with over the last many years. And they're they're like mid-tier Local? prog rock band. No, they're 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 pretty big. They're, they're international. They're international. They have so they they've been playing since yeah. the early '90s, and they have like 16 albums, okay. and they've got Although, a couple of their albums have charted re- decently well, um, especially over in Europe. And so, like, they're the type of band that they're they're touring in Europe and playing to a couple thousand people a night in in mid-sized rooms. That mm-hmm. that type of band. And so they're and they're excellent too, like world-class musicians and just really cool guys. And so the bass player from Spock's Beard is playing bass on one of our songs for this. New it's album. always really funny to me that our first inclination with with like knowing Dave and him being on our record is to talk about Spock's Beard, mm-hmm. when it's probably more recognizable that he's currently the bass player for Iron for- Butterfly. <laughs> That's right, who's the band who did in Agata De Vita? If you're not familiar with oh, the I band's name, so he also Dave, Dave didn't record that song with them, but he is currently their live bass player. So, but I know him from Spock's Beard. I was like right. Iron Butterfly. I don't That's fucking true. know that. Someone said, I always forget. Someone that. said in Agata De Vita, and I was like, Oh yeah, I know that. Yeah, so well, weird. and and the other one that he also played for a while with the Animals. With also, Rio Okamoto. Um, is the keyboard player for that weird for the Eric Andre for show. the Eric Andre oh, you know show? What? I so. fucked up. It wasn't that song. You know what song it was? Uh, I'm on a Mexican radio. Have you heard that song? That was very entertaining to hear you sing that just now. <laughs> it sounds just like that because it's uh, in Agata de Vida. It's it's a. Uh, it, the guy didn't know how to say it, right? Because he was in the garden. Uh, he, he I, I mean, like, the legend is that he was super drunk in the studio and he was just slurring everything. I don't but know if that's true or not. Eden. But that's what he was. Supposed to be yeah. in the garden of Eden. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. See, of yeah. And there's that Simpsons <laughs> episode where the you know, where Bart switches the music. Fuck this. Yeah, that's true. Every every single episode, like we will say something to each other over a guest, and it triggers into a song, like. Like I think that one of the big ones that we've done, he he was talking to me and he goes, you know, I wake up in the morning and I just went and I raise my rainy hair and we <laughs> yeah. just went full on of yeah ah like we just, we like and then we just dead on the stop and we're like anyway what were you saying? 
But we've done Uh-oh. it for 111 episodes. Have now. you had a spontaneous Bohemian Rhapsody yet? No. See, I mean, no. maybe now's the time. Yeah, but then it's not the spontaneous. But then it's not spontaneous. Yeah, 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 no, you no, just no, ruined no, it. It's You just ruined all the chances of us making this cool. What was it? Don't say stage dive, just do it. Yeah, don't say stage freeze, just do it. Hey, stage freeze. Before we go, there's one thing that we do with all the guests to come here. Okay. And you guys gotta give me a kiss. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. Uh, Damn. What is, right on the lips. What is your What is your guys's individually man crush? Because oh, this podcast is all about fuck. to find a gay. I think Mike and I are gonna say the same person. Wait. <gasps> are we? I mean, they're like angel. Angel. <laughs> angel. Well, have you seen that? I'm gonna be honest. You're up there. You're up there. Clap you know, them cheeks, I know you're bro. Full of shit. <laughs> Who? Man crush. Man crush. Who would I have a man crush on? I mean, I'm a I'm a Brad Pitt lady. So, flavor of the month, Henry Cavill. Oh mm-hmm. shit! We're not gonna say the same person then, because I don't know who that is. You're gonna you'll know who. Oh, he is. Superman. Yep. But him and, Witcher, oh, him and the Witcher. Him and the Witcher. I see you. I see yeah. you. Oh, is he the? the okay. he, he's a big muscly boy that can Geralt? handle me. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's Geralt. Oh, okay, cool. Oh, look at that. Yeah, damn, oh Mike. Yeah, see what I'm saying? Get like, yourself. he's a man, man. Okay, <laughs> like, ain't nobody gonna touch this unless they a man. What about Kazen? So, so no body shaming here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Dad bod Donald Donald Glover. <clears throat> Like, like homeless Donald looking Donald, Donald Glover. Glover yeah. Like this is America, Donald. Yeah, Glover. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, like mm-hmm. Childish Gambino. Uh, Childish yeah. Gambino. There he is. Yeah, yeah. See, but see, no, see, he's too, he's too, he's too clean. He's too he's clean pre- here. Too All right, third on the bottom the, left. Is that him in the beard, the white beard at the bottom? Probably. Yeah, that's the yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, there that's we go. The one right there. Have you yeah. seen that video? This is America when he's old. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. That's, yes. so that's the look. Oh yeah, see, yeah, that's the look. Oh, give it to me. Oh, that's good. That's where my Viagra comes from. <laughs> yeah, no shit. What about you? Well, I, mine's not nearly as cool now. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm I lose. Right. I lose. I had one, and I was, and now I'm. It's nothing. Now, now you're fascinated. Can't follow okay. up. Look Dad up bot. for me, Daniel Gildenlow. Ooh. All right. Okay. Yeah. He's yeah, 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 okay. Yeah. Sure. You got that Euro G-I-L-D-E-N. thing going. G i l d e n. No, Daniel. So Daniel, you got Daniel right. G i l d e n. G i l. What else? D E N. D E N. Oh, there yeah, we go. Top one. one. Daniel yeah. Gilman, top one. Yeah, this this. Mm. He's a he's a Swedish musician. He's probably the best singer you'll ever hear in your life. True. Dude, and you got the Euro thing going on, Riley. Yeah, I didn't know you were very, into Euro right man, there. baby. Oh, look at that. Yeah. Yep. I'm a little huh? concerned about myself now. Got to change my look. <laughs> Jason, you're you're. I'm looking too the closest I mean, one of the band. To I mean, him. this makes sense though because this is what Riley wants to be. It's true. He's just like, true. I would love to fuck myself in the future. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, by the way, we 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 uh, we were talking about this the other time, the other day, and uh, on the podcast, and we started thinking maybe we should make it a thing. Deadpool. Who do you think is going next when it comes to musicians? I oh, came out. Ooh, ooh. I, oh, oh shit! That's a that's a dangerous game to play. I I I I'll say, I said, Ozzy. Oh, he's <laughs> never gonna die though. Yeah. He's never. No, he is so. He is. You watch. He, his blood is formaldehyde. Okay. Like he will not die. 
I know it's shitty. You know what? You want to know what? You know what? You want to know what shitty this is? How shitty this is? We were here back again, back again when we had the table and the two, the two uh, uh, people. We had the guy that let us borrow that, and we all of a sudden it was so organic. We were just talking shit, and we started talking shit about Kobe Bryant. Oh no! We recorded Friday. He passed away that oh, Sunday. Oh no! So I had oh. to put something on there like, "Hey, just so you guys know." And then in that same uh, episode, we talk about pot, uh, pot, pot smoke. Mm-hmm. And he ended up dying too, like pretty soon after Kobe. I think I don't know. Yep. But I was just uh-huh. like, oh. you so curse. No, it's you. So it's we, fucking. Yeah, you. So when we do this, so you're telling we, me the person's gonna yeah. die. So you I know should. Reaper. You know what? You know who else I said after after he uh, after he came out basically crying? Uh, Bam Margera. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, dude. He's been having a right a rough time right now. Meanwhile, Steve was like, Steve was like, hold my money, bud. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Steve was like, I'm organic now. <laughs> That's another guy that joined Team Bus Nuts. He didn't yeah. have any kids. Yeah, yeah, it's true. So you guys don't want to say, huh? You want to be? You don't want to feel guilty? <sighs> all right. Here's the thing, though. <sighs> all of the musicians that you think are gonna die are old, they live forever. or they live forever, right? Like, so you could say, like, yeah, I think this old fuck is gonna die because they're ninety. Yeah. But like every other musician you think is like in the prime of their life might die in a bus accident, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So like. It's just, I don't know, man. Keith Richards. Yeah, yeah that dude will go forever. He'll never die. He'll live forever. Yeah. Straight up. Stay so, right. like, I, I could say musicians <laughs> that I don't like. Yeah, that's kind of gonna curse them. Yeah, that, to do. That, that you want that you want gone. <laughs> yeah, All right, what's on my list? Who's Hold that? up. Takashi six nine. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking. You Snitch. know what they snay about snitches, right? <laughs> I'm just you guys don't have to. We would, we will te- we we're testing it, but you know, obviously we're sick minded. We're like, yeah, this guy, but people might not be like, I don't mm-hmm. want to say that's fucked up. It it scares me because the only ones I can think of are people that I love, musicians that are like on influences, yeah. you know. Yeah. Like I want to say I, I like I would I would be likely to say Stevie Wonder, but I oh, don't want to say it. Stevie Ooh, Wonder. Yeah. Like yeah. I don't yeah. want. Yeah. But no, I just see, said that's it. The and that's the that's problem. Stevie's fine. You know? Stevie's fine. Stevie's doing Stevie's just fine. Gotta be fine because he's fine. He sees the world can't. <laughs> well, and also the I just learned like a week ago that Stevie's way younger than I thought he was, and that's a good yeah, thing. Yeah, which is seventy, right? Because he was, he was only up. like nine when yeah, he got first album. When he got famous. This. He yeah. was super young when he got famous. Yeah, yeah. Super right. fucking young so when he got famous. He's only in his what mid sixties now. He's or seventy something? now. Is he? Oh, late yeah, we 60s just then? looked this up like two episodes ago. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> he's not. He's not. He's got some time. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. See, yeah, yeah we make we make fun of me because my I, I think I'm losing my hair. Yeah, seventy. And so 70. now I gotta. I'm gonna okay. do like the dress like over here like he you know his dress start oh, like dude. right here. Yep. You gotta or make a Stevie tribute. Screw you. That doesn't mean I'm happy to have this hair. <laughs> it's just like too painful to cut it. <laughs> do, that, do that hair do right there. Ha, ha, uh, have, you guys, ah, dude, see? have you guys seen any That's of the a mullet, dude? Have you guys seen any of the videos of people trying to shake Stevie's hand and they forget that he's blind? That shit <laughs> never there's, ceases there's to crack. There's videos me. out there where, where he, he uh, like catches the mic as it's falling right? over and I'm like, homie. Did I just say that? Yeah. Do you, you know he pulled up to someone's house in a car one time just to fuck with them. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> he's like, I'm here. Come down. There's a there's a, the Eddie Murphy joke. Yeah. Yeah. There's a podcast that, 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 that we know yeah. that, that he... Uh, uh, fucking he you want to impress me? Fucking take the wheel. There was a podcast that we know, famous famous guy that he talks about. Uh, the the rumor is that he he was in, uh, in an elevator and Shaq came in. And he was like, what's up, Shaq? 
Shaq was like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, dude. And I've Fucking, seen that video when he catches the... Did you see the... Did you see the... Uh, oh, I've, I've mentioned this before. On the MTV Movie Awards, where I think the, the biggest movie was Wild Wild West, Wild and, West. and yeah. Will Smith came out, Will Smith, Cisco, and then he, and then they were playing uh, his song. Is, that, mm-hmm. is Wild Wild West Superstition? Uh, it's it's, it's, it, it's a song though. I remember because while well, well, they sample because something. he was sing- because he was there, yeah. and at the end, everybody's like wow, wow, West. You know, it's like eh. And so everybody walks out, and the only person that stays there is just Stevie in his piano. Is all. <laughs> like, like, like everybody walks out before the curtains before the curtains close. It's just like little help. <laughs> just sitting there, and it was like it's the most. Oh, it's, it's the I saddest wish. thing. It is. Ever. I wish. Yeah. Ah, yeah, uh, see, makes sense. Well, Don't it's like everyone. Everyone's always talking about like gangster, par- gangsters paradise, but that's uh, like a commentary on um, fuck. What's the Stevie Pastime song? Paradise. Pastime Paradise, uh, which was parodied by Weird Al. So yeah. it's like now we're like three layers deep, right? You got the yeah, Stevie song, sure. yeah. Cool. Anything else you want to say to your fans who haven't heard from like this guy right here that hasn't heard from you in a while? We've been radio silent for well since. See how it says new single out now, right there. <laughs> that was like that was one? 2017, <laughs> was three years ago. <laughs> that four was 2017. Ago. That was four years this month, four Wait, years ago on. that that went uh, up. Is it so? Correct me if I'm wrong. Is it two albums you have or three albums you have? Out? Two albums and then Tequila Mockingbird was just a two track. Oh. Thing okay. that we released. Yeah, I don't fuck with those. Um, no. Give me a, you know, but it's better than either of those albums. Is it really? I don't know. I I really like Tequila and Humboldt. Humboldt specifically is the Humboldt song is that went along song. with that. That's a very I, good song. I'm actually sad we didn't wait and put Humboldt on a later album because yeah. Humboldt, in my opinion, is like one of the best things we've ever done. Yeah. But it's just Tequila Mockingbird is like thing. it was it was a fun thing that we were trying. Yeah, Tequila M- more was, than anything else. We were it was trying like a fun to go experiment. in like this like this like gritty '70s esque like deep purple blues rock direction. Where are you gonna add brass to to the to? Okay. I want to put. Brass on one of the songs. There, on will, the album. Be, there, there, there will be some, some brass. You guys, have, you guys have your instruments. I convinced yes. him. See now, yeah, you have, you have a, a little bit. Yeah, there'll be but little brass on a it's song. It's brass in the most metal way possible. Yes. So the the new album is a lot more metal, but it also has a lot more chill musical ambiance. And the chill songs are actually some of my favorite songs on the record. Like yeah. the, the the high energy songs. Don't get me wrong. I think are super sick. But like some of the chill songs that we've put on there, I think are some of the cooler things that we've done. So yeah. I'm pumped for it. Man. It's, yeah, so it's gonna be sick. Watch out for the new album. We're sorry for being silent for so long. We were trying to make money. We were. We were making we money. Were, <laughs> yeah. money on we our regular jobs. To make money. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> we were. We were trying to find a way to make it so that Advent didn't have to be a chore. We we've yeah. always wanted Advent to be uh, just pure creative expression and nothing else. <clears throat> You know, no expectations, because I feel like that's when you make the best art is when you yeah. you can't sit down and say, I'm going to write a song today. That doesn't work with art. You have to you have to be inspired to make a song and it takes time. You know, yeah. you can't rush art. True. So this is our first promotional stop for the new album. This is yeah, yeah. the first time. Yeah, when yeah, you guys yeah. get it up and going, you this yeah, is your, this is your I, house. Yeah, exactly, Dude. man. We'll come back. We'll, we'll preview. Our, we will it. preview some songs. Yeah. Preview. There we go. Uh-huh. We'll come back like we're, before you, we release any singles. And, and I we'll, apologize because I know that you know. The, obviously, I want to have all of you guys, but I know that I've known you guys the longest, yeah. and it, we only have four microphones. You yeah. know what I mean? So we're, Grant working, is, we're working on things. Grant is a part of the band. Yeah. Who's that? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> 
But we're the band. <laughs> that's that's like, that's all I gotta you say. You three or you two? Yeah, us three are the band. Yeah, yeah. No, band. Riley didn't do any work. Yeah, Riley, those <laughs> two, <laughs> those two are the band. We just yeah. put them in we're the, the band. <laughs> Next time, I'm not gonna be here. By the way, so. it's just oh, us. it'll it's be just a more us. interesting Dude, podcast. Pure for alcohol sure. and cocaine when you guys come back. <laughs> Mike played the guitar. <laughs> you all have the band mom to watch. Uh, and, hey, next time you guys come back, no performance, all right? Like, we're not, just <laughs> dude, I'll bring my cajon, okay? <laughs> this guy, <laughs> we're not performing, right? I'm like, uh, I don't know if you can. You don't know how many here. times we've been booked to. Have do... you guys done a podcast before? We've yes. done, yeah, we've podcast done podcasts, we've Get done out. radio shows. Just kidding. There have been <laughs> uh, there have been multiple times though where I like I I signed us up whatever to do a podcast or a radio show and we just assumed there wouldn't be performance and we showed up and they're like hey where's your gear oh. you didn't bring a guitar you're not or like, a radio station you're like this is a podcast right yeah I was like we're <laughs> talking like I can send you some tracks like via email really quick that you can just play on the air if yeah. you want but yeah so no thank you for not making us play because this no. is much preferable no I know this is just you know we're just over here bullshitting but uh but you know uh not a secret i'm a fan of you guys and i, I love what you guys do and you guys are amazing I'm, i rock you guys in my truck all the time hell yeah um <clears throat> and is there anything else you guys want to say or See thank you for the... remembering us over these years yeah, right? oh, yeah. complete radio I'll be like, I'm, I'm like fangirling over here <laughs> is that what it says is that what it says is that what it is fangirl yeah. girl fanning Fangirling. 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 Girl fanning. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fan. I guess, I I guess both of them work. <laughs> girl fanning I mean, is what fangirls do. If you got fangirls, they're girl fanning yeah, over yeah, you. You know what I'm saying? You guys, aren't you guys hot? No. Dude, I'm so hot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, well, especially you, boy, note, over here. <laughs> on that note, uh, usually after I sign us out, someone has to say peace because that's what my body does, and someone's got to say it. Who's going to say it? Riley. Okay, so wait, yeah, yeah. Pressure's yeah, on, I have to say, especially I have to that, say what? With that attitude. What am I saying? Peace. Just like, can you spell it for me? I need uh, to make sure I've got this right. Can you type it out for me? Just open Microsoft Word or something, type it out for me, please. If you I need fucking to, say peace, I need a teleprompter. I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> Before we go, we'd like to say a uh, big shout out to our sponsors, uh, our sponsor, Happiest CBD, and go to uh, happiestmed.com. Type the word Beehive for uh, 10% off on all your fixings. Everybody here in the Beehive uses this product. Uh, it's workplace safe, so I use it. I use the roll-on. Brian uses the sleep. Justin uses the sleep, and, uh, and I use the uh, suppositories. Anyway, just kidding. Anyway, until next time, take care of yourselves out there, and we will see you on the other side of the Beehive. Peace.